coming up next on No Agenda Stream, live, the Battle of the Douchebags with Sir Seat Sitter, Lavish, Booberry, and Larry. <laughs> Couldn't Ooh, get any better hilarious. than that. All right. All right. We are live, baby. The new live son of a bitch. Five, four, three, two, one. It's Abs and Six Pack episode 141. Abs Six Pack. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, Abs and a Six Pack. We're going to be putting eight douchebags head to head for Battle of Douchebags Part 2. Coming up first, we got Jello by Afra. Face up against Bill O'Reilly. Then Neil Young up against James Brown. Lars Ulrich. Faces off against Jink Junger. And then Neil deGrasse Tyson against Sasha Baron Cohen. It's uh it's it's science versus Borat, I guess, today. And I'm starting to realize I'm the only one that didn't pick any musicians, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you want to, what are the rules here? You wanna go through them, boobs? Yeah, let's uh let's let's dial that ba- uh, music back a little bit. And uh what's gonna happen? For each one of these matchups, uh, starting off with Jello Biafra and Bill O'Reilly, if you head over to No Agenda Social, the Mastodon instance, and follow me at uh, Boo underscore Burry Mothman, I will be posting polls on there to which you, the producer, can vote in real time. The uh, the winner of that vote round goes on to the uh, to the next round. And all throughout this entire process, we're going to be using the karma system inside of the troll room to uh, sort of do like a popular vote for the final matchup between the last two participants. And we may end up doing what we did last time, which was abandoning the karma altogether because it got a little dicey. Okay. <laughs> it was like a real American election. We just kind of <laughs> picked the winner at the end. <laughs> but uh, the polls are a surefire way, and the karma is a fun way to be involved. Whether or not it will end up making a difference, that is yet to be determined. Uh, I think uh, the, the Can only... Can I make a fast, yeah. a fast announcement real quick? Yes. yes. All right. I, I just got to say thank you so much to you guys. Uh, people should know that when I, when when Sir Seatsitter generously asked me to join this uh, this elite pack here a month ago, I had no idea I'd be in such a in a in a weird place with all kinds of shit coming down on my head. And I'm always a last minute Larry. And shame on me. I should have had my my shit together, you know, two weeks ago, but I didn't. And then suddenly, I, I could only I could only click off enough time to do one. Uh, one douchebag who's Neil Young, <laughs> yeah. and these these wonderful guys, Burry <laughs> and Lavish and uh, Sir Seat Sitter, jumped into the fray like like Marines and uh, and cooked up a James ba- James Brown uh, douchery for me, and I'm very grateful. That one was all Lavish, no. yeah. Okay, uh, now, oh, that's yeah. that said, for your pleasure. Um, Oh, I, I kind of like James Brown. I mean, I don't know much about him. I dig his attitude and his music. I think he used to slap around his wife. That wasn't very nice. But so hey, this so is going to be interesting man. because come on. <laughs> <laughs> so there you look. Go. They all now, did. Now, now right. shut up. <laughs> Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Oh, we're I, glad. Just for the record, I love James Brown. James Brown is one of my all-time <laughs> heroes. But I know a lot about him, and I know that he wasn't that great of a dude. So okay. I like to right. just. I'm going to learn. Fun. Yeah, I'm wondering. Yeah. They, well, yeah, not to get too far ahead of myself, but I'm looking at the list and I'm thinking, like, James Brown is clearly the least douchey, in my opinion, of these people. 
but mainly because okay. he produces something that I actually enjoy. I guess you could say the yeah. same thing about Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, yeah, we all liked Borat when it came out, yeah. so whatever. Remember, when I have so- a quick, uh, I have a quick question for Larry here. How so- weird can I be? <laughs> <laughs> Ready? The, uh, Can I just introduce everybody real quick here, just so everybody knows? We got Sir Seat Sitter of Abs and a Six Pack. My name is Lavish. We've got Boo Berry. We host Hello, Behind Hello. the Schemes. And then we also have Larry Leidner, who hosts That Larry Show and also Planet Rage with Darren O. Thank you, sir. And uh, we got, yeah, it's awesome. Quite the, quite the crew today, so we're looking forward to it. And this is Battle of the Douchebags with Part 2. Part 2! If you didn't part see two. Part 1, Part 1 was, what, a month ago about? Uh, or yeah. so, yeah. And uh, so we're going to be. We everybody liked it so much. We brought it back. Part two. Yeah. <laughs> or everybody liked it, it so much, much. We forced it on them. <laughs> when I listened to that, I thought you know you could get away with a great part two and do nothing but the uh, the Scott Adams clip on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would satisfy me. It really would. Yeah. Most <laughs> definitely, because you're a cunt. <laughs> Uh, now, one, one thing I need to uh, <laughs> I need, <laughs> one thing I need to mention. I think this is the last order of business. We've already given out the place where you can vote. It's uh, Booberry's No Agenda social page. During every live poll, we will be taking mm. one phone call. So you you get your uh, get your dial it get get it one dialed in. It's gonna be. Call. I mean, if it's a real like short phone call, we might take more than one. But I'm imagining one phone. Fo- one phone call per five-minute poll would probably work out pretty well. But it's uh, yes. the number to call in would be 865-465-6271. Once again, that is 865-465-6271. And uh, I will be opening up those phone lines every time a uh, every every time we Booberry starts one of the polls. So without further ado, uh, who we got up first? Coming Go down first. the pipeline, first and foremost, we have Jello Biafra and Bill O'Reilly. Challengers approach. <laughs> I've already I've already rolled the die thanks to Gal in the hashtag Green Room. Thank you, Servo, for the work in uh, Cotton Gin, the work they've been putting on her this morning. But uh, based off of the coin flip, it looks like Bill O'Reilly is going down first. Oh shit, Billy boy. Oh, Billy Boy. Oh, Billy Big Boy. Bill. All right. Well, uh, this is actually, well, yeah, this might be my longest clip of the day, but it's it's Bill O'Reilly on, you know, back when he had the uh, the no spin zone, all that on on Fox News. This is Bill O'Reilly. He he loves torture. He loves waterboarding. He loves Dick Cheney. Uh, just I'll let this speak for itself. <laughs> Hashtag our guy. Lives were saved. All right. If if they were able to disrupt plots, we know one on a Brooklyn Bridge, a couple of others that saved lives, Captain. Was the technique that we know now worth doing that? Well, they also sent us on a bunch of wild goose chases all over the globe. That doesn't matter, Captain. Captain, it doesn't matter. The question is, with all due respect, and I do respect you, Cheney (laughs) says lives were saved. Is it worth doing waterboarding, keeping them up late in cold rooms, stress positions to save lives? Is it worth it, sir? We could have gotten the same information by following the the time-proven techniques that interrogators have always used. And you're positive of that? Well, we'll never know because uh, we went ahead and made these extraordinary... But you just stated we could have gotten, and now you're saying we'll never know. Look, 
Here's the deal, and I want everybody to understand this. If I'm the President of the United States, Captain, and I believe you too, and we have an imminent threat, because that's what the government thought after 9-11, there was going to be another attack, and you have guys that aren't giving up any info, and you have a choice of dunking them in the water with an attending physician standing by, you dunk <laughs> them in the water, Captain. I think you would have done it too. Well, look, all this uh, talk of the, uh, the, the ticking nuke, uh, it comes from watching too many seasons of 24. Uh, the reality is, is that we didn't know what we didn't know. And using waterboarding to go fishing for <laughs> intelligence uh, produces a lot of bad information. And it's counterproductive, and, uh, and it, and it uh, produces just a lot of bad information right. and strikes back at us. What do you say to that, Mr. Zion? Actually, on that last point, I definitely agree with the good captain. Uh, Torture interrogation is only effective when you know a specific person has specific information. Okay, that you we, need. we already heard you, that. I'm getting a little impatient with you, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What an asshole. What an asshole. Ooh, I know man, you guys well, were both in the military, and I, I brought you on here to try asshole. to, uh, ho- hoping that you would agree with torture and waterboarding. But now I see that you both are somehow disagreeing with the premise, and therefore I'm getting impatient with you, gentlemen. Over and over and over, you disagree with me, and I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Hey, you know, it's interesting. Billy Boy, um, I wonder if, like, uh, is uh, Joey Biden channeling Bill? Because there's a lot of uh, similar phrasing. O'Reilly said, look, here's the deal. That's look, like Biden's the- fucking go-to uh, you know, <laughs> space filler. Look, here's the deal. And then he said, yeah. my patience is wearing thin. What the fuck? Yeah, Are they the yeah. same person? Oh, good point. I'm pretty sure Biden believed uh, uh, Dick Cheney. You know? Oh, I'm Dick Cheney sure. came out. Yes, yes. Uh, Quote, unquote, believed him. Yeah. That's, that's my uh, first O'Reilly clip. What do you got? Uh, what do you got there, boobs? But our patience is wearing thin. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> what's uh, here's, look, here's uh, the deal. <laughs> I got a bunch oh, of clips coming up. <laughs> so, I've got uh, I've got Jello Biafra, lead singer, uh, former lead singer, I should say, of the Dead Kennedys. He's been with yeah. the Guantanamo uh, uh, Bay of Music. Uh, he does a lot of spoken word. Whoa, He's kind of a punk rock icon. Tied right into the torture thing. Yes, yes, he was very much anti-torture. Uh, he ran for the the Green Party back in 2000 and lost out to Ralph Nader. Um, earlier in his political career, I didn't make the connection until earlier this morning, actually, but he ran for mayor in San Francisco back in the 80s against none other than Dianne Feinstein. How cool. <laughs> hey, I can tell you who won. Yeah, right. <laughs> The uh, unfortunate part is, uh, like so many other people, they have strayed so far from the path, uh, the path of being a true punk. And this clip comes in from last year. What would Jello do? All right, here we go. And now it's time for another edition of What Would Jello Do? Well, I'm doing this. Here we go. That's it. Ooh, I didn't feel like much. All right, finally got in for shot number one, and you should too. Sorry, anti-vaxxers. Sorry, Robert Kennedy Jr. If there ever was a gamble worth taking, this is it. Go. 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 And after that, I just, you know, all of my years of listening to his spoken word and, uh, you know, watching videos of him give lectures and whatnot, just kind of went out the way wayside, and it was you know just uh, kind of soured the whole deal for me. Yeah, 
Checkmate, anti-vaxxers. Yes. <laughs> Checkmate. Uh, <laughs> it's the smartest thing you'll ever do. I feel like much. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Sorry, Robert Kennedy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm ready to post up with the poll on No Agenda Social. If you're Let's ready for the phone lines, and let's uh, do it. Phone lines are open. Right. Five, four, three, two, one. That number is eight six five four six five six two seven one. Already got a call. Boom. Caller. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Battle of Douchebags Part Two. Who you liking, Bill O'Reilly or Jello Man as top douche? What's his last name? Jello Man. Jello. Look, here's the deal, man. Hello? Look, okay? Mr. Listen, President? Here's the deal, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mr. President, try to slur it more, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't count junky driving as a felony, okay? <laughs> what kind of driving? <laughs> Neither did they. <laughs> Corn pops a bad dude, oh, okay? Boy. And uh, I think Bill O'Reilly is uh, quite a douchebag, but that other guy is also a douchebag. So I mean, mm. that's tough. You know the the Jello guy. He he was a, a punk rock singer, and then mm-hmm. kind of goes against punk rock values and uh, is all for the system. I'm going to fight for the system now, guys. And I think that's a bigger douche move because Bill O'Reilly has always been a dick, and he stayed true yeah. to brand. You're not really getting anything new with Bill O'Reilly. You're right. Yeah. No, yeah, you know what you're getting with that guy. It's low-hanging fruit because but the, the O'Reilly fruit does hang pretty low, you know? <laughs> I did wish Darren O's mom Turn a happy birthday. for me, Bill. That's true. Uh, he did, Bill O'Reilly did wish Darren O's mom a happy birthday, so we have to give him that. That's we got to give him credit for that. Oh, that's true, yeah. But they're going to get a couple That's of weeks ago, cool. didn't Adam say he thought he looked like he was depressed? He looked like shit, like you, like an unmade bed. Maybe He's always looked heavily. like shit. I remember being like five years old seeing Bill O'Reilly on TV and thinking this guy was like, just looked like just absolute shit. So, Dude, yeah. in the dictionary, Nick's going to wear so much makeup. <laughs> in the dictionary, he's, what? he's the definition of, of burnout. Like, if you look burnout. up burnout in the dictionary, you see a picture of Bill O'Reilly. That guy's been yeah. through it all, man. I, I, I think I ran into him in the desert at Burnouting, man. <laughs> so, so caller, you're a uh, caller. You're going with uh, the singer that I'm, I'm going Kennedy's. with Jello Shot. Jello Shot, yeah, yeah. Jello Shot. Yeah. Wow. All right, I, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think that, especially as far as the clips go, that clip was douchier than my Bill O'Reilly clip. It's a yeah. fair assessment. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I love uh, you. I love the show. Uh, take care and uh, watch your butthole. Bye bye. Uh, I love you too, Mr. President. <laughs> oh wait, no, I don't love the president. Uh, but I love that caller. Boobs, can you? Uh, when I'm close to thirty seconds, just let me know, and I can get the uh, thirty second timer going. Yes, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do something oh, I didn't my do God. last time and actually set up a timer on my side because the uh, Mastodon doesn't give me an actual like countdown. Um, oh so wow, well, you guys! There's one minute left, and it is tight. It is real tight, so if you want yes. to get your votes in, they will matter. Yes, it is uh, already out the gate, and it's neck and neck. Yeah. Uh-oh. You need to have your back to me. 
<laughs> Nothing personnel, kid. Ugh. Fuck it. We'll do it live. There we go. Thanks, Nick. Yep. Fucking thing <laughs> sucks. Fucking thing sucks. Larry, you know Nick Cage, right? Personally, yes. No, I don't. I no. do know Nick Cage, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's a new I, movie coming out where Nick Cage plays Nick Cage. Have you guys seen this? Have you heard? I, I, heard about about I read something about that. Yeah, yeah. It looks like yeah. it'll be. He can okay. be very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I. He's, I, he's an icon. I I enjoy like Nicolas Cage. I've always said he's like the two chains of movies. Like two chains, his rap is so bad and cheesy that it actually like becomes really good because of how bad it is. And I mm-hmm. I put Nick Cage in that same sense, except there are some Nick Cage movies where he knocks it out of the park as a fantastic yeah. actor. Yes, he's like, like uh, he's like the modern Shatner in that way. I guess, yeah, it's good, yeah. good analogy. Yeah, he's perfect for certain roles like Raising Arizona and things like that. Oh, All righty, Chris, we are at T minus thirty seconds. Oh, that's right, folks. Oh, oh, Twenty-four oh, people have voted so far. Thirty seconds, half a minute. Oh, oh my God, it's so tight, you guys. So tight. It's tight like we need a tiebreaker. <laughs> Tight like giraffe. Tight. tight. <laughs> I can't reach that high. <laughs> Man, this tension music is great. It's giving me a migraine. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Really? Wow! Incredible! Acid helps with that. The champion is. With 25 people participating in the vote, Jello Biafra wins with 52% of the vote, beating what? out Bill O'Reilly at 48%. That was nice Congratulations! I think we can glean more from that. There's the vote that the fact that people find O'Reilly so annoying that uh, <laughs> it, it just took the outrageous uh, content of what Biafra said to, to top him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, so I'll uh, you'll find said, that pattern. Scott Adams did that all over the place in the last <laughs> one, so you'll <laughs> yeah, see that. <laughs> I, I'll uh, it, it just in a quick goodbye to O'Reilly. I'll play courtesy of Midnight Mike of OBDM was kind enough to send me the ISOs of Bill O'Reilly. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, when he these are actual voicemails that Bill O'Reilly left to Fox coworkers and other and interns and stuff. Ooh. Uh, about how he wants to have them in the shower and massage their boobs and whatnot. So just as a goodbye to O'Reilly since he's out, which I'm, I am yeah. surprised of, but I, but uh, Jello is clearly the the winner here. So just as yeah. a goodbye to O'Reilly, we'll go through some of these ISOs courtesy of Midnight Mike of <laughs> voicemails Bill O'Reilly left. And you'd have your back to me. You'd basically be in the shower, and then I would come in and I'd join you. <laughs> I'd start to massage your boobs. <laughs> Your boob. What is it? Well, what is if I took you down there, then I'd want to take a shower with you right away. <laughs> I, I did. I did confirm it with him. This is the actual O'Reilly tapes that, uh, and this is not even including what he paid like thirty-five million dollars to that one chick. This is like voicemails that were released that he was leaving on people's answering machine. I'd start to massage your boob. Which one of these was left on Roger Ailes' voicemail? <laughs> Well, if I took you down there, then I'd want to take a shower with you right away. So I got my hands in it, and I put it in around front. Oh, my. Yeah, you feel the tension drain out of you. Yeah. Wow. I like this one. This last <laughs> oh one's good. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah. Hey, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Let's start to massage your boob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, all right. This guy's right. pulling full on so, uh, uh, Louis C.K.'s way before it was popular. No, oh, Louis C.K. knew to do it in person. He didn't leave a voicemail. Yeah. Oh, I thought he called people up. Oh, maybe he did. Louis just beat his bishop right behind a potted fern or something. <laughs> no, yeah, was, that, yeah. No, behind the fern was... Uh, he was sniping. He was no, a sniper. That was, that was uh, Harvey Weinstein was jerking off in plant pots. Um, in potted plants. <laughs> yeah. He was doing a lot more than that, trust me. No, Louis C.K. was like, hey, is it cool if I jerk off in front of you? And the women said, oh. yeah. And then he did, yeah. but then it was a problem. But then later they're yeah. like, actually, actually, yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah, they, it no. was consensual, but then it wasn't. I don't understand that. that because work? he has power. That's oh, the right, right. yeah. Because he's a, a powerful man. Because he could get them jobs. I was going to tweet this too. Maybe I should. All right, who's next? <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we have next. It's going to be Neil Young versus James Brown. Oh, oh yeah! Oh shit! Challengers approach. Will be a legendary competition. And based off of the coin flip provided courtesy of Gal, it'll be James Brown going first. Uh, as it should be. <laughs> James Brown should be number one. He's number one, damn it. Uh, okay, we're going to play. Uh, so just so everybody knows, James Brown, soul brother number one, the godfather of funk and the foundation of all that is funky. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with him. Uh, let's play James Brown 1. The band was on an old raggedy bus, but he had a small Learjet, and that's what he used to go from town to town. We get off work after a really good show, and he'll say, we're going to rehearse, and rehearse until about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and he would go to the hotel and go to sleep and then fly to the next job, and all of us would have to then get on the bus Every once in a while, he would cherry-pick a musician from the band to fly with him to the next town. Gertie, she come look for me after every show. The boss wants you to fly with him. I'm like, ah, man. Because he was like your uncle or your dad or something, you know, like he was cool. But he wasn't the guy you hang with, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd get me up there in an air, man. He'd get to talking about stuff that I really didn't want girls and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. I want to play some music. Then he would strike up a conversation about going back, you know. Like he would say, like, I can't go back to that. I ain't going back to that now. I'll kill myself before I go back to that. We up in the air at 30,000. And I'm like, come on, dude. You know, I'm like killing yourself, man. I'm, I'm, I'm up in this air with you like that, you know. <laughs> so and after a while, I'd hide. I would hide until he was gone. <laughs> I do remember one time he... He was angry at a young drummer who had just was an apprentice. He'd been on the road for about two weeks. And James had given him a shot. He pointed at him one night. And he wasn't happy with what the kid had done. Uh -oh. Tell that kid to fly with me tonight. Got on the plane and he started telling him, son, I gave you the biggest break. You'll never get another opportunity like this in your life. I don't understand you. I don't understand you. When I first heard you play, I thought you were the next biggest drummer in the world. But the only thing I can tell you today 
as long as this plane's in the air, you got a job. Damn. He turned away, started reading the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Okay. <laughs> First question. Was one of those guys in there Bootsy Collins? Uh... The guy Bootsy wasn't in that interview, but that was all from um, Tales from the Tour Bus, okay, which is by Mike Judge. So. Yeah, and Such Bootsy is in that a lot. Show. It's really phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, it's it's dynamic. There's two seasons. One's on country, and the second one's on funk. And they have like a two or three parter on JB, and they talk about Bootsy. They talk about Rick James and a lot of other shit, and it's great. It's a fantastic show. And Mike Judge is a legend. He's he's mm-hmm. like Midas. Everything that guy touches, man. Um. But anyway, that was from that was a bit of that. That was just he was talking to some of these uh these impressive. other guys. If James yeah. Brown wins this, he's gotta go up against Buddy Rich. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think Buddy Rich would win, dude, honestly. I think he would. Yeah. <laughs> I know enough about both of them. <laughs> I can tell you. Buddy Rich oh. is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest I, drummers of all time, though. A big hero oh, of mine. Unbelievable. As a drummer. Yeah. I have my I found my favorite Mike Judge ISO. It's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning. It has got to be side effect, the marijuana poisoning. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, that's nice. my JB. That's a good one. That's a good yes, one. Yes, and now it's uh, Neil Young. Step on down, Neil Young. What do you want to do, Larry? You got uh, a smorgasbord Neil Young clips. Is there a particular one you want to start with? We could start with um, uh, number one, double douches. Okay, and they, and since you brought, uh, they're short, but since you doubled up on the clips, if you want, we could do uh, two clips per Neil because the Neil clips are so short. Okay, per Neil sure. round, if you want. All yeah. right, all right. Here's the first one. At this age, and you've now passed the seventy mark. There's no secret. Yeah. Why do it? I love it. I mean, you, you're already widely recognized as one of the what. 50 greatest guitarists of all time. Tremendous songwriter, tremendous performer. I mean, you've done it all, and you've done it all many times over through numerous decades. So why do you do it? Okay. The guy interviewing <laughs> Neil is, of course, Dan Rather, who's yeah. really trying hard to keep his teeth in his mouth as he's asking him <laughs> those questions. He's not really succeeding that well. And so there's so much there's it's so like much Pelosi bullshit. hosted the news. Exactly. There's so much bullshit mythology around Neil Young and this thing with him being, you know, one of the 50 greatest guitarists of all time. You know, he's quoting well, from no. <laughs> fucking, it's, it's insane. Actually, he was, he was voted number 17 by Rolling Stone oh. ahead oh, of, you ready for this? Ahead of Mark Knopfler slash Dickie Betts, <laughs> Joe Walsh. Blow me. Okay. Ahead of Joe Walsh? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That. I mean, it's no, just fucking, no, no, so no, you look no at some way, fucking. Dude chooch like dan rather who probably you know plays a zoo in his spare time and they buy into this shit i mean the, the guy's that he's a, he's a three-chord johnny he's atrocious so. yeah he's a one-note solo master <laughs> absolutely yes he's fucking horrible he wouldn't he wouldn't pass muster in, in any garage band you know um so yeah so that's if so do you want to throw a second one out there or whatever you want because i yeah, kind of got uh, these any any second one that you want i figured uh Okay. Figured it'd be good to um, do a double dose yeah. since, since all these are short. Okay, so you could just throw the second one up there, number two. He hates government. Uh, and they have so science. much. Mis- all right, sorry about that. Here okay. we go. And they have so much misinformation coming to them from the government. Uh, why don't they talk about what's happened to science in the government? 
This, this government has ignored science to the point where science is not even an issue. And science is the backbone of, of our future. Now, what's okay? okay what Let me, you put in 2014. So he was criticizing the Obama yes. administration? No, this, what was going on where this, this was an interview somebody was doing with him in Canadian television. Okay. And he was all bowed out about some oil fields way the fuck up there. I don't know where it was, you know, Saskatchewan or someplace. And it's, uh, he thinks it's an environmental disaster. And I thought it was really interesting in that back then he's fucked the government, fucked their science. They're a bunch of liars. And only eight years later, when it's vaccine time, it's fuck Joe Rogan, believe the government in science. So that's 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 how this Wait, guy so you, cherry picks. Are you saying that Neil Young is Canadian? Because in 2014 he, he wasn't talking about Obama. Is he from Canada? Oh yeah, he's Canadian. Oh, he's Canadian. I oh, knew yeah, there was time. a reason I hated this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fuck Canada. Yeah. yeah. So oh, so it's really God. funny. So you know we'll get to these in, in in later clips, but that that's kind of a setup for for what's coming, and you can kind of keep that on the back burner. How much how much he was in love with science, and and uh, he was going to save the world, and he's a big he's a big greeniac, and you know so <laughs> forth and so on. Yeah. Word. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right. Who moves on to the next round? Will it be Neil Young, um, amateur guitarist, or will it be <laughs> well James yeah. Brown, the King of Funk? That's right. I got to. Uh, I know who I'm picking on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Ready uh, when you are. Uh, let's do it. Get that poll up, and the phone lines are open. 865-465-6271, 865-465-6271. Give us a call. Who you thinking? Who you liking? What you doing? How you doing what today? What are you doing? How are you dressing? Hey. Ready? Go! Uh-oh. Perfect timing. Oh, right. <laughs> Hello, caller. You're on the air. It's Abs in a Six-Pack, episode 141, where we pick the next eight douchebags in the douchebag lineup. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Doing good, doing good. It's Tom Stark with it. Hey, Damn. Damn. Hey. <laughs> how, how you? How uh, you? Neil Young for the win. Neil Young is the bigger douche. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Selling his music twice and then debating people take it down. Yeah, at least James Brown has great music. That's true. Yeah, I. I I Maybe like James Brown. Maybe not. Maybe not the person or what he did to some people. But uh, yeah, I, I like the music. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows anything about James Brown. <laughs> He'd basically be in the shower, and then I would come in and I'd join you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw Bill O'Reilly once in person. In the shower. Whoa! Yeah. Behind you. <laughs> Did he miss no, was that a the Republican? Yeah. A, <laughs> was the Republican convention? He's very tall and uh, ominous and an asshole. He's <laughs> pompous. He's very How, pompous. What is he? Seven foot? Yeah, he was very. That was the most surprising thing when I was walking by. I was like, "Oh shit, this guy really is tall." <laughs> yeah, but not in a friendly way, like Adam Curry. Yeah, that was, when I saw was Rogan in person, I was flabbergasted at how short he was. So I imagine it'd be yeah. the opposite feeling with O'Reilly. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, enjoying the show, guys. I, I like all of your respective shows. 
Uh, so this Thank is you. like uh, like a like a I don't know, like uh, Temple of the Dog or something. Wow! <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> uh, well, when's, when's your uh, when's your next show coming up, there, Tom? Yeah. That is a that is a good question. Uh, I got a few interested parties. I really need to get a lady on the show, and uh, I gotta have Fletcher and Carolyn on. And, uh, yeah, it's all dudes. I, I got all dude mixers. Dude all mixes right. too much dude. Hallelujah, a woman. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, what are your thoughts on, you gave us your thoughts on, um, who you, you thought Neil Young should win, but what, like, musically, do you like Neil Young, douchebags aside, do you like Neil Young, or do you like, uh, James Brown better? I never really liked <laughs> Neil Young all that much. I, I picked up a record of his off the street, but that's the only piece of his music I've actually sought out, and it was free. I think oh, wow. I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> and this this record was lying in the street, in the gutter, when you picked it up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was in the gutter. I'm thinking about putting it back out there now, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, we're about uh, one minute out from our polls wrapping up. Uh, are you okay oh, if I uh, plug your Substack here real quick? Oh yeah, please do, man. That's uh, yeah. yeah. If you want to see some boots on the ground uh, photography from yes. the city streets of New York City, head over to StarkWeather.substack.com. That's StarkWeather S T A R K Weather dot substack.com and i'm uh, glad you mentioned that because i have checked out his website and his lens crafting is incredible the guy's just great he's a great mm. photographer yeah yeah he's got a great eye Thank and you. a great writer one of the best too. great great journalist got a nice portfolio of uh clips he's done yeah yep and we are and the top, 30 seconds out uh oh and the top no agenda in the show mixer i think as go. far as numeric, quantity. Right. numeric in quantity, <laughs> yeah. at least for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's too talented. Let's kill him. <laughs> yeah. Ready? You're a liability, Tom. Go! Yeah. Get out of here. Super <laughs> Blow me up. Yeah. <laughs> Blow me up, Tom. <laughs> All right. We'll see you, Tom. And town. I hope your uh, I hope your vote pans out. The champion is. Wow. This the is one. the most blown out blowout we've ever had. Yeah, I think this one deserves a special ISO. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everybody. Neil Young, with 32 people participating in the vote, walks away with 97%. <laughs> <laughs> is that a show record? That's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. I think. I want to clarify something. I put in the one vote so I could see what it was. I'm the one James Brown vote, so that's 100% Neil Young. 100% Neil Young, there, people. Uh, and here's uh, in uh, just because this is probably the only time I'll be able to use it. Here's the Bill O'Reilly ISO I forgot to play earlier. I think I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we got way too many cool people listening to the show uh, that just 
cannot put the Godfather of Soul down. So no. I guess I guess that's fair. But I do have one go away clip for him, if you don't mind, Chris. Yeah. We have uh, James Brown three. The interview. This is after. Uh, let me just set this up. He he was a straight laced guy for most of his life. Straight edge. Didn't really drink or do drugs or anything like that. He was a workaholic. Uh, later in life, he kind of lost his scruples and he started doing PCP. And uh, he went to jail for a little bit uh, for shooting at his girl and shooting up at an insurance office. Can we and talk about that for a second? Because it was somebody yeah. somebody used his private toilet. And so he pulled out a shotgun. Wasn't that the story? I mean, I, I have the whole clip. Uh, yeah. If you play James Brown four, it goes into that. Okay. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to spoil it. I got to hear this. This is good. Oh, it's stuff. all good. So you're looking for James Brown three. It was four. James Brown four oh. shotgun insurance. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> since we're talking about the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Writer RJ Smith penned a biography on Brown. As he recalls, the trouble started in September, 1988 at Brown's own business office in Augusta. He was at his office one day, and uh, in the other part of the office suite, there's an insurance seminar going on where, I don't know, people are getting trained in how to sell insurance or something. Somehow, somebody from the seminar was using his bathroom. And he felt very strongly that that was the wrong thing for them to be doing. He came out with a shotgun, he enters the insurance seminar, and he wants to know who's used his bathroom. <laughs> they better ask him before they ever think about that again. James caught on fast the problems that that might um, trigger, and he jumps into his pickup truck and drives away. Police reports from the day suggest he did not heed the authorities when they began to pursue him. One of the cops pulled out uh, his, his 38 and shoots out his tires. I just not stop James Brown. At heart, a country boy with deep knowledge of his home turf, he went back and forth across the border into South Carolina. The cops are chasing him. He's weaving around on rims. Uh, he ends up driving through a roadblock. And he gets charged with uh, attempted murder. Whoops. He got six years in prison for that one. Damn. <laughs> I love him more than ever now. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's like <laughs> these James Brown hero. clips are making me like him more. It's like, really? <laughs> he's a, he's a one-man Dukes of Hazard. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, one thing I uh, I need to get with uh, after the show, lavish you and, and uh, boobs, because I'll put all the clips that didn't make it into the show in the post so that people can hear like the uh, mm. the clips that were or would have been. But Sounds yeah, good. Uh, so uh, Neil Young takes a blow blowout win on that one. And oh my uh, god, I was muted the whole fucking time. This <laughs> the, uh, the 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 this leads up to the clip though, the interview clip. Like this, this is all like he gets out in two years on good behavior, and and he goes and he has an interview like right out of jail. Like he leaves prison and he goes and does this interview and he's high as fuck on PCP. <laughs> oh boy. Um, well, we can play it later. I suppose we'll play it later. I but it, yeah, it'll be in the post show. Yeah, I'll put them all in the post. Uh, let's see where are we at. What, what we got uh, next up? It's somebody versus somebody. Challengers next round approach. Challengers approach. Lars Ulrich, famed drummer of Metallica, <laughs> and one of the dudes that sued Napster versus. Uh, God, you're gonna have to help me with this name, Chink. Chink Uger. Jink. Jink. It's the, it's the only name or word that I know of that starts with a C, but is pronounced Jink with a J. Jink. So it's Jink Uger. Jink Uger. Jink. Jink. 
And based off the coin flip provided courtesy of Gal, it looks like Shank is going to be going first. All right. So this is the only guy prepared an intro clip for. So instead of telling you who he is, I'll play the intro clip and then I'll play his first douche clip. Boy. Damn it, they failed us. And if you're not angry about that, Michael, and any of you out there, then you're damn wrong because you should be angry. Young Turks. Jake Uger, known online as one of the Young Turks, isn't afraid to throw some punches. Three, two, one, fade up. I just remember thinking, what is this guy's name? Jake the Turk Uger. We've been averaging 600,000 views a day. Beating most of the cable shows in America. We're the largest online news show in the world. We're celebrating our one billionth view. Television, we're coming. That if I'm going to be a talk show host, I should be the biggest talk show host in the country. I don't think anyone else does it better. I don't think anyone's even close. Nobody is even close to as good a talk show host as Jink the Turd Younger. Here's uh, Jink the Tank. <laughs> yeah. Here's my uh, my first clip of him. This is early TYT, uh, the Young Turks. This is the kind of hard-hitting journalism you can expect from him. A couple uh, got caught making more than 100 tapes where a woman is... Uh, Having sex with dogs. Uh, by the way, this is uh, Anna Kasparian, his co-host uh, from the Young Turks talking. Woman is uh, having sex with dogs. Three different dogs. Please, making love to dogs. <laughs> that woman was taped more than a hundred times having sex with three different dogs, and the gentleman, <laughs> the gentleman in that picture, uh, was taping her. And what happened was, the woman's son found the tapes. And reported her to the police. Okay, I have to tell you, this story has so many twists and turns. It, it seriously does. This is like, this is the story of the day. Let's get real. Okay. Uh, he's looking for prescription drugs for his uh, mom, runs in these tapes, and you know what he does? He turns them into the cops. Man, you want to talk about a snitch? Man, you going to snitch out your mom having sex with dogs? Man, I'd have buried those tapes, man. What are you, nuts? Man, what kind of people have some messed up sons? I think the son's more messed up than the uh, parents. Did you read the police report? I did, so I take that back. Okay, you know what they did with the dogs? Ah, oh, here we go. Everything that you could possibly imagine. First of all, the bestiality, I get it. Some people are into bestiality, right? Is that legal? No, it's not legal. Okay. Because you're taking advantage of the dog. Right. And here's the thing. So, now, on the one hand, you think, you know what happened, by the way? it's It explains in the police report. The dogs would... Ejaculate. Okay, they would arrive. Let's put it that way, right? Uh, so then I think, is it really dog rape if the dog came, right? Oh, thank <laughs> oh Okay, here but we then, go. of course, they took it over the top. Right? I'm just telling you what's in the police report, mm -hmm. okay? And the dude, of course, went German style, and he stuck his hand in the dog. Well, why'd you have to go and do that, okay? Why would you have to go? This, the, his cadence in this entire thing sounds like, I wish I could do that. Like when he says, why'd you have to go and do that? It's like, I wish I could fist a dog. <laughs> yeah, like everything up until that point was, was uh, okay. okay. That was kosher. But then, when, you know, that guy's a sick fucking person. Oh, he really is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stuck his hand Holy in shit. the dog. Wow. Well, why'd you have to go and do that? Okay. And so, what, people are crazy. Oh, why, I why? just can't believe Humans. There's plenty of humans. Look at John Edwards. He found one. Okay, if you're going to do crazy stuff, do it with a human, right? The dog didn't have that coming. That's not right. He doesn't sound, hey genu <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he doesn't sound genuine at all. Uh, yeah, that mighty. 
Oh God! I can't believe people bestiality. I get it. I know some people are into it, but not me. Not me at all. (laughs) Me? No, never. Not even once. Not even one time. I think he should be applauded for his refusal to kink shame. (laughs) (laughs) Body positive. Start to massage your boob. (laughs) I actually have a uh, a a chink ISO or two. Satan. Oh, not him. Chunk. Satan. The other one's a racial slur. You want to say chunk? Satan. Jink chunk? or oh, chunk? That's, you want to say jink with actually, a J or chunk? Because if you say chink, it's like you're not talking about the armor, you know? This is, uh, yeah, it was labeled chunk Satan ISO. <laughs> Satan. There's no such thing as Satan. <laughs> you bet? Oh, man, I got some good, I got some good chunk stuff coming up, man. Oh, my God. Worst case scenario, chunk. it'll be at the end of the show. All righty, Lavish, you're up with uh, Mr. Ulrich. All right. I originally wanted to do the whole band Metallica, but I figured that would be unfair to have, like, four potential guys. So (laughs) I just went with Lars. Good old Lars. He's the worst of the bunch. He's definitely the worst bunch. There's no no surprise there. Uh, He's They call him the most overrated, overpaid drummer, probably, (laughs) definitely in metal. But certainly one of the most in all of music. Um, it's insane. I don't think he's practiced drums since like the 90s. It's it's hilarious watching the shit. And he's got a weird personality. Please play Lars 1, Dave Mustaine. I have this uh, huge thing to become called Metallica. You get in, and then you get out. That had nothing to do with, with me. That had to do with everybody. We were all alcoholic. I've been doing martial art ever since I was a kid, and I beat James up because he kicked my dog. He kicked, he kicked my dog. I used to sell drugs. I'm telling you that the pot thing, in order for me to smoke pot, I sold it so I would be able to smoke it for free, right? I'm on stage. Somebody knows I'm on stage. So what do they do? They jump through my window, take all my drugs. I said, that's never going to happen again. So I got a dog. It was a dog more like an alligator with fur on it. It was a pit bull, right? So I took the pit bull up to rehearsal when I was in Metallica, and it stuck its little teeny feet up on the car of the bass player. James kicked the dog, so I punched him in the face, and, and that was the end of it, you know? And the bass player said, you know, you know, it was a big argument. It's in the Metallica thing. You can check it out. Everybody says I kicked his dog. It ain't that way around. You know, I kicked his ass, but not his dog. He kicked my dog. And um, the thing was, is we all were such drunks. And when I got drunk, I got violent. When they got drunk, they got stupid. I can't even tell you how many times driving back from San Francisco when Metallica was just starting, Lars and James used to throw one of Ron McGovney's shoes out the back of the truck. He'd get home every time and he'd only have one fucking shoe left. Excuse my language, but, you know, I mean, this is an emotional thing for me talking about this right now. And one time I watched one of them. I can't remember if Lars did it to James or James did it to Lars, but they were chewing some food and went and spit it into the other dude's mouth <laughs> that was the end for me Ugh. you know what those guys aren't birds erping up food into somebody else's mouth is a little too weird for me so um you know they had their own thing and they did stuff like that when they were drunk when i got drunk i like to fight i i went into you know i've got three black belts and and when we went up to san francisco one time lars went into this girl's bathroom that had all these pictures that was a uh, beautiful picture she'd collected over the years of all of these people that musicians that had come in and he took a beer and he went and squirted it over all of her pictures and i thought you little punk i can't believe you did that and then he stole a poster from her house and they blamed it on me you know what people don't necessarily know what's going on and and the thing is it's like I, I, you know, I, I, I like James. You know, Lars, I can 
take or leave. I mean, I think that the whole world kind of looks at like that, too. He's not a good drummer. He really isn't. Any good drummer will tell you that he's not. And, and their success, you know what? A lot of it is based off of me, so... I almost well, spit out. Uh, I almost spit out my blue moon a couple times during that. <laughs> that was good. Very nice. Nice work. Nice work. You know, good old Lars. Lars Ulrich. You know how many fail videos I watched in preparation for this? <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> well, if I'm lucky, I'll play one for you a little later. <laughs> nice. Wow. All right. Gonna be a tough one. Lars oh, Ulrich of pulled. Metallica. Drummers. Or Jank McJankerson from The Young Turks. <laughs> Jank Junker. Ready? Go! Ooh. And the poll is live, ladies and gentlemen, over at noagendasocial.com, the federated uh, Mastodon instance. And the phone lines are open. No agenda. Phone lines are open, people. What's that phone number? 865-465-6271. 865-465-6271. Give us a call. Let's know what you think. You like... Oh, oh, there it is. There you go. Hello, caller. You're on the air with Abs of Six Pack, Battle of the Douchebags, Part 2. Who you liking, Lars Ulrich or Jink Junger? I, I got to take it. I think this matchup was a mistake. Right? <laughs> you got a number one seed versus a number 12 seed. 100%. <laughs> Sorry. Chink, Chink, Wait a minute. Chink is going to be in the finals. I'm telling you. Lars? Ow. No, he said no, Chink. Chink. No, Jen, no Jen, is this Jen, Lars? Jen. Lars, are you calling us right Jen. now? Lars, how are you doing, dude? <laughs> I haven't heard you. I haven't talked to you forever, man. Good to well, hear from you, I'm Lars. That guy, I mean, I've definitely had my nights where I acted like a Lars, but no, I am not Lars. I've had a millennial. food into other people's mouth. <laughs> I've, been known to, I've been known to baby bird a baby bird a hoe. Now, now we're talking. Now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, no, but I'm telling you, so... Metallica. So Lars is a part of Metallica. He's not a good drummer. I agree with you guys. But by the way, if you Google and- Lars Ulrich uh, or do go on YouTube, the first result, like the autofill result, is worst drummer. By the way, just to leave really? you. in the world. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> not the worst the drummer in the world. He's just the most overpaid. Let's yeah. be real specific about that. I agree with that. But I'm telling you, Chink is Jink. So he's outraged about everything. Jink, 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 Jink. Chunk. You know, you know that guy. <laughs> he's not very endearing. Lars not, has a sort of endearingness, endearment. Exactly. But, but the problem is, he's outraged about everything. His network, if you ever watch uh, The Young Turks, his co-host, her attempt to fake outrage, I don't know, the whole, the whole, the whole thing is off for me. I think Chink is going to be a contender for the championship. I, 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 there's no way that Lars beats Chink. That's all I'm saying. Solid call, caller. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. By the way, Lavish... Yeah, you're a true boss. I appreciate uh, I appreciate you uh, <laughs> very much. Round one. Oh, whoops. Well, I meant thank you, caller. Yeah, you're well, welcome. I appreciate that, caller. Oh, and Larry, yes, Lutfa, great. I have a sticker on my car. Thank you very much for that, sir. Round oh, two. Thank <laughs> you for, in the wrong buttons thank you for like your support. Here. Appreciate that. <laughs> of course, of course. Too many blue moons. Uh, that's there. all I got. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, this is a, a 12 seed versus a 1 seed. Chinkovera to the championship. <laughs> did I say Chinkovera? No, I did. Chinkovera. Uh, also a giant douchebag. Agreed. Agreed. And yeah. father of uh, Justin Trudeau, as proven. 
Uh, that's uh, Castro. No, not Che Guevara. Che Guevara is Castro's yeah. dad. That's it's possible. Both, that's they're funny. Both, uh, they're both guys from a small island that speak Spanish and have bad ideas about how uh, world government should be run. So easily mistaken. Mm-hmm. Huh. Anyways, I'll let you guys go. Look into that. Um, just like uh, Fletcher said, watch your butthole. Gotcha. Oh, thank well, you. Know, the about the, the Cenk guy, he, he's he's got to change the name of the show because he he may oh. be a Turk, but he's not young. Yeah, <laughs> the old Turks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey, wanted to weigh in on this uh, douchebag thing I'm hearing. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking this fine young dickhead is a whole lot worse. <laughs> Than this Lars Ulrich cat, because hey, uh, Lars just parties too hard. You know, you, you can't hate a guy for partying too hard, but you can definitely hate on somebody that's, uh, you know, uh, fucking with the animals in the bad ways. I'm, I'm just saying. And doesn't party. It's easy to fuck with somebody and who it, just well, doesn't yeah. party. Yeah, you, yeah, there should be rules. There are rules. You have to party. It, it, it's a must. Yes. yes. And Ulrich and James Brown have both been at the core of many a party, so they they were never going to, they were never going to make. Yeah, it. and we and we all know Neil Young's been a cunt since the sixties. So yeah, <laughs> yeah nobody's danced to Neil Young cunt. since the sixties. <laughs> and Sir Sir Seat Sitter, we are fifteen seconds out from this poll. Wrapping Uh-oh. up. You got anything else, caller? Real quick. Nah, just uh, you know, shout out to Phone Boy and Phoenix because I am. And uh, the Lotus Podcast, Phoenix. and uh, we love you guys. Love you. Uh, Thanks love for, you, Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks for calling you. in. Thanks, Luke. Yeah. You can see their show they have together. Wow. Post-it. This is... I don't... Another blowout? I don't know. Oh, dude. Oh, God. Uh, it was sitting yeah. there. Is it worse than 100% versus 0%? <laughs> It was. Well, it before was, you wait, be, wait, don't don't give it, don't give the ending away. Okay. You just downloaded broke. a lot of songs. Says here you even downloaded Judas Priest. That's hard time you boys are looking at. You got anything to say for yourselves? We didn't think it was that big a deal. Not a big deal. You think downloading music for free is not a big deal? Put your coats on. I'm going to show you something. And I don't think you're going to like it. I don't think you're going to like it. This is the home of Lars Ulrich, the drummer from Metallica. Look, there's Lars now, sitting by his pool. What's the matter with him? This month he was hoping to have a gold-plated Shark Tank bar installed right next to the pool. But thanks to people (laughs) downloading his music for free, he must now wait a few months before he can afford it. Come, there's more. Here's Britney Spears' private jet. All right, sorry. <laughs> okay, who won? Uh, I'm hoping it was great. Lars. Come on, Lars. It was 50-50. No! Until the what? very last Whoa. moments, someone snuck in with 32 people voting. Chank walks away with the victory at 53% oh, of the votes. Oh, wow. Yes. A tiebreaker. Wow. A tiebreaker. Damn. It was so close. It was so close. I was like, wow. I was I was wrapping my brain about how we could rectify <laughs> a tie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd have to go into sudden death. Sudden death. Or maybe even super sudden death. Super sudden death. Oh, my God. Super <laughs> sudden death. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I just realized I've also been... 
uh, forgetting to uh, let's see if I even have this still. I've been I've been forgetting to do the. Uh... Oh God, where's it even at? Oh no. Oh no. Maybe I don't have it anymore. No worries. Oh well. Yeah. So... Oh God, what is that? <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> I love that man. Who is that? It's not, it's not quite what I was looking for, but uh, yeah, yeah I don't care. You put you push the you right button it. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was I was looking for the uh, the douche the the uh, you know the douchebag winner jingle that I made for last show, and I did. I it's gone. It's, it's vanished. That's okay. <laughs> that was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what it's like. Great. Shit. Anyway, uh, well. That well, being said, can I can I have a play out uh, one for for Lars for good old Lars? Yeah, I think boobs. If you don't mind playing Mr. Booberry Lars for the fails compilation to send out Lars. Coming up, next up, next up. Next up, yep, coming it up. It is Me and You, Sir Sir Seat Sitter, with Neil deGrasse Tyson and Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay. Whoa! Challengers approach! And Coin Toss provided courtesy of Gal in the hashtag Green Room. It looks like Neil deGrasse Tyson, you're up first. All right, all right. Yeah, yes, yes, mm, yes. Mm. Neil, uh, I gotta come. Uh, all right. <laughs> here's, uh, 
All right, this will be my first uh, Neil Tyson clip. Here we go. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I, I direct people to Snopes all the time. Yeah, Snopes, Snopes is great. fact checks all the little statements that people... When, when in doubt, go to Snopes.com. Really? Exactly. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> that's some real astrophysicist shit he's saying right there. Yeah. Yeah, when that's, in doubt. That's science. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, go to Snopes.com. The big dick of science, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> What a great guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got to come. <laughs> I was going to tweet this, too. Maybe I should. Maybe I should tweet this. I don't know. That's All probably right. one of Ping Trip's finest is that, that yeah. Neil deGrasse clip that we got to find. Oh, oh yeah. my, my dick. <laughs> I'll put the in the my show dick too. is the biggest my, in the universe. Yeah. Okay. It's Go so ahead, Boober. Great. I'm going to cue this up for the end of the show, too. <laughs> nice. Before I forget. Uh, uh, my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a little bit of a clarification. I uh, I think the only movie that I've ever seen Sasha Baron Cohen in is maybe uh, Sweeney Todd. What? When he was in that Sweeney musical. Todd. You never Johnny saw Depp. like Bruno so, the Dictator? You never nope. saw? Nope. Borat? Nope. You never Borat. saw nope. any of that? Nope. Nope. Didn't see any of it. Wow. wow. So, I think <laughs> I'm going to commit suicide. It's <laughs> crazy. So hmm. I'm I'm a little ambivalent when it comes to Sasha Baron Cohen, and you know I'm familiar with his uh, with his politics, certainly. But what I'm going to hit you with is something a little different, something that's going to require a little translation, because I found a video of a couple of documentary filmmakers returning to the village of Glod, where Bruno filmed as his like home location in the in the in the Borat film. I'm sorry, I meant to say Borat. Where Borat? You went to wherever. Where he said Kazakhstan was. Where did he actually yeah. go? Uh, this is Glod. And I think it's in Romania, if I'm not Glaude. mistaken. Romania. Sounds like an Adventure okay. Time character. Yeah. I will, yeah. uh, during this clip, I'll have to, uh, yeah, it's Romania. Um, so, I found this video, and it's going to require uh, me reading a translation of what they're saying. I'll pause when appropriate, but this is the general reactions from the residents uh, when Borat was brought up. So in the first part of that, the filmmaker asks one of the women in the village, what do you think of Borat? She responds, we'll kill him if he comes again. He filmed my father-in-law. The filmmaker responds with, where does your father-in-law live? And she says, he lives over there. He filmed it at, he filmed him at his house. He offended him. And meanwhile, in this entire video, while they're trying to walk around from this village, they've got a uh, Older residents freaking the fuck out of on, on them, telling them to get the hell off of their you know property. Essentially, uh, they the don't cops want to like see push. a camera ever again. Yeah, exactly. And like the <clears throat> residents in the um in the bar are yelling at the TV because they decided to put it on for this uh, documentary, and they're getting pissed off because <laughs> the film shows that they live in Kazakhstan, but they're like, that's not even where we live. These assholes. Um. That's funny. So. And the guy yelling there at the end, that was some dudes hanging out on their uh, 
front porch, they were screaming at him saying that they were going to bash in the, the, the team's heads if they didn't put the cameras away. <laughs> there was a this bit was of all, a back and forth that I had to cut out. This was yep. all in the subtitles? I'll have all of the links. Uh, yes, yes, yes. It's a wow. You're reading video. something real bad. Uh, I, uh, so I'll send that to you. You can drop in the uh, show notes. I got all of this in the Substack, anyways. Yeah. Hey, um, does does anybody is, uh, remember when he, when uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, I think it was during Bruno, like coaxed Ron Paul into a hotel room for an interview and tried to fuck him, like for a joke? He wasn't. He didn't actually. Well, but. I don't. I don't want to get too far ahead because I still got to finish this clip out because oh, the okay, team sorry. actually goes to the father-in-law's house, and I've got a transcription of their interaction. So here's the last part of it. So pre-acolo. So he says, uh, they were filming over there, and they, this is at the father-in-law's place. They were filming over there, and they asked me to make sparks like this. And then he goes to start welding. And uh, that's when they said, it's enough. I had to wave like this. He waves his arms in the air. They portrayed me as a gynecologist and that I do abortions. I am, I am not a doctor, I am not a gynecologist, and I am not a criminal. I don't do abortions. That's what bothers me the most. If this was a documentary, as they told us, I wouldn't mind. Mm. So, Sasha Baron Cohen Ugh, he's a filmed a Romanian villager... And portray him as an abortionist. Sure. <laughs> Dude, that, and that's Man, the I thing went, is like, it doesn't even surprise, like, the, uh, I don't know, like, there's something slimy about the way he does all his stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Like, like, uh, he's manipulative and yeah, he just lies not, to people, basically. But it's not always to be funny. Like, if the joke is worth it, then being manipulative is okay. But, like, sometimes yeah. there's not even a joke there. It's more of a statement. It's, I don't know. Yeah. And I went and I checked it out. It's in the movie, and they they reference him to being the he's like the mechanic, and he does the town's abortions. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sitting there welding. Well, remember when he was doing the Ali G thing, right? Mm-hmm. And he would punk all these people who'd come on um, the show. The only guy he didn't punk was Trump. Trump sussed him out as a fake right yeah, off. Yeah, Trump was on yeah. it right away. Right away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And throw the Jew down the well. This guy is. Well, maybe maybe I shouldn't say this because I might be jumping ahead. The uh, ADL stuff. Do you have any of that, boobs? Mm, well, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, one or the other. I so I'll, I think we I'll should just uh, I'll save it. Start the poll and let's open some uh, some motherfucking sh- uh, phone lines. All right, phone line. going up right now. Five, four, three. This is a new live two, son of a bitch. One, ready. Go. Phone lines are open. And Call that number eight six five four six five six two seven one. And the poll is live, everybody. Mm. Is it going to be <laughs> Ali G? Is it going to be Borat, Sasha Baron Cohen? By the way, Sasha, that's a girl's name. Is it going to be Sasha Baron yes, Cohen? Or, yeah, uh, or is it going to be... 
I'm grass tight ass. Grass tight. Caller, you're on the air. It's Abs the Six Pack Battle of Douchebags Part Two. How you doing? Who you liking? Neil Tyson oh, or Sasha Cohen? Oh man, this is a tough one. This is a tough one for me, man. Say what? What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Caller, caller. What's it gonna be? Caller. Oh, hurry you up, got up, you up. got some pretty big douchebags going on. Go! You got some pretty big douchebags going on. But uh, I gotta go to I gotta go to NGT. Oh. Neil deGrasse. Oh. Neil deGrasse ass. I was going to tweet this, too. Maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> he edges it out for me. He edges it out for me. You know, the difference being, like, uh, Baron Cohen, yeah, he's a pretty big dick. He's a douchebag. He's a fucking idiot. But he's worked a lot harder for what he's achieved than, uh, than the magic man. So you know, so an astronomy or astrology degree is not enough. It's not working hard no. to get uh, and uh, no. learn about tortoises and cancers and stuff. Have you been to a higher education? Oh, of course. Who am I kidding? <laughs> no, no, no. It's always just fucking a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be like a loser, just go ahead and podcast. Well, let me tell you, I've been, I've been, and I gave up. I gave up in disgust. <laughs> Think you got to work hard at college? No. No. You just got to be a weirdo. No. That's it. You just got to stay. Show up. It's yeah. Eighty-five yeah. percent is just Suck showing. Ta up. dick. Yeah. That's or get all. the ta to suck your dick. Either way. When the going gets weird, the weird yeah. turn pro. <laughs> you got some uh, high, high-tier high douchebags, though, man. These have been tough. Uh, you know, except for the Neil One Young. That was a pretty obvious one, but... Uh, well, which one? Okay, yeah, so what have you, you voted for in the, in the past polls so far? Who have you been voting for? Well, I definitely took Neilio. I took Neilio. Uh, Everybody you know, did. You got 100% round. of the vote that, that tells us nothing. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you're saying, I think that uh, we can all make a compelling case for Neil Young being a huge douchebag. And, uh, you know, if you want to gloss over it, that's fine. But, Caller, are you just. Caller, did you just tune in to pick everybody that has the first name Neil? Oh. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I knew. You got me. You called me out. Uh. Lars, you son of a bitch. We'll have to trip him up next (laughs) time. Neil Ulrich didn't pass. I, I forgot uh, I forgot who was even in the last goddamn round because I'm so high. But uh, <laughs> oh, good. I right, my guy won. Which is the only important shit. I don't give a fuck about the rest of it. My guy won, so uh, I'm happy. <laughs> Tell us what you're high on. We need to know. Oh yeah, it was uh, Chink, Chink, the Chinese Chinaman or whatever. <laughs> that guy. Oh, four hundred milligrams. Very nice. <laughs> I've been before the show. I was talking about these gas chunk. station gummies. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jink the Chinese China man. Is that better? Is that better for you, China. sir? You can't say China on the air, please. Because you say jaw, it makes it okay. I know what you're up to over there. Rittenhouse shot someone because somebody threw a plastic bag at him. <laughs> you think you can duck the spaghetti Glock just because you jink it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Locked and loaded. Uh, wow, wow, wow. We got a bunch of clips coming up. <laughs> I can't Here, wait. I can't wait for tweet. more clips. Yeah, I hope you get the one with Jenko wanting to punch out uh, Alex. Right? I, that's a goodie. I, I, you see? <laughs> we're against oh, yeah, that's right. Bitch. 
I'll get you. I'll get you. <laughs> Holy shit. I forgot about that. Dude, that's yeah. the, that's such a classic that I almost didn't pull it, but I do have it. <laughs> oh. It's, yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. We are at 30 seconds. Oh, out. shit. Call 30 it seconds. Here we go. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, good luck to both. May the best man win. Uh, I want a fair fight. Everything above the belt, all of that, all of that, all of this. We love all you, right. Colin. Job less, Colin. Love you more. Thank you. Ooh, all right, now, if folks. If you want to be like me, a loser, just go ahead and podcast. 15 seconds. <laughs> Moments remaining. Oh, my God. It's going to be another nail biter, people. When in doubt, go to Snopes.com. I think I'm going to commit suicide. I had to hang Another up on call. that caller. I forgot to hit do not disturb. Where are we at here? Uh, call back call, caller sorry, later caller. on. Call, call back later on. Next round, caller. Are you ready for the results? Yes, yes I am. What are the results? Uh, where final results? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thirty-three people. Oh, came in and voted. Ding ding ding. Oh, I keep hitting the. I keep hitting the round two, two instead of bell two. <laughs> Jesus. And right. uh, sadly, Sasha, Sasha couldn't bring it. Uh, he he comes in with forty-five percent. That means Neil deGrasse Tyson wins with fifty-five percent of the vote. Oh, shit! Congratulations, Magic Spaceman. The birth of my dick. The most significant thing to ever happen in our species. Now, that makes for some interesting phenomena. My dick begins to grow. My dick. My big ass dick. All right, full song at the end of the show. Shout out, Pink Trip. My dick. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Trip. Well, so uh, I've got to in you th- um you were, wait, Sorry, what were you saying, Larry? That was a shocker. I thought that uh, I thought that Sasha would take it. So I did. That's what I know. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. People really don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, he does have the. He suffers of the uh, the Paul the cast over him of being an academician. Is that it? You know, I just we, we hate face it. We fucking hate yeah. everybody that works at colleges. They all suck. Very true. Right. Yeah. So I gotta come. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the fact- I'd like to. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Be careful what you say. <laughs> is you win or is you win? So I, I'm just going to let y'all uh, just, I, I could go with any one of these. I've got Ollie G inter, uh, interviews Donald Trump, uh, Bruno almost gets all of his teeth knocked out of his head. Uh, I've got the Ron Paul seduction and then the, uh, the Borat weed dispensary billboard lawsuit. Any of those strike your fancy? I mean, the Ron Paul one, I don't know how well it'll translate over audio, but if the Ron Paul one, that's my vote. I'd be happy to hear other people's opinion. Go for it. Might as well make the audience uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do we want some champagne? Oh, I don't. Third rail, fourth rail. Let's do it. There's no. Oh yeah, all the rails. Do we want some champagne? Oh, I don't care for any now. There's no ice bucket, but I know a good place to put it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you look great in that. Have you done a lot of television before? Oh well, often. No, I mean throughout the years. This last year, tremendous amount. Sure. A lot of. Do you want some strawberries or maybe I'm, some oysters? I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to light some candles, that's okay. 
really loosens you up. Has anyone ever told you you look like Enrique Iglesias? <laughs> of course not, you're much cuter. Aha! 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 I love music. Dancing, I used to be a dancer. Whoops! Man, a hoven is to fall in. All right, get out of here. What? All right, what's going on? This is ended. That guy's queer than the blazes. He took his clothes off. Let's get going. <laughs> He's queer as crazy. He put a hit on me. He took his clothes off. I couldn't even stop RuPaul. <laughs> RuPaul. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that that's not funny at all, but it's still like sad. It's like you're just like, uh, it's like you're just like going after like a little old man because he's a libertarian. I don't know. It's just weird. He doesn't do that to Democrats, as far as I've been able to tell. Probably no. Not. Yeah. You never do true, that true. to Hill Dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's a douche. Yeah, fuck him. Loser. Fuck, uh, him. fuck him. He's queer as crazy. He put a hit on me. He took his clothes off. <laughs> Be real careful what you it's, say. It, it's, there is some good... I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen's not funny. But, dude, the, what I was going to say earlier, but I didn't want to... I didn't know if he had clips on it, was his... his compl- he, he literally made songs like Throw the Jew Down the Well and doing all this anti-Semitic mm-hmm. stuff. But then he's the poster boy for the ADL where he's demanding Mark Zuckerberg be thrown in prison if he doesn't ban Alex Jones off Facebook and shit like that that he said. It's like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? You know, I was trying to remember what the controversy was, and uh, I just, I couldn't think of it uh, late last night, so I just kind of went with, um, I I I don't really think he's funny. I don't... But you did say you've never seen any of his movies, though. It doesn't mean that I've not seen yeah. clips. I am I'm familiar with who he yeah. is, but I've never sat down and consumed one of his fully fleshed out products. Yeah. yeah. I'd say overall just, you're right, he's not funny. You know, overall. if you think about him, all he really did was he stole Stuttering John's act by doing it in character. Mm. <laughs> right? Really. Stuttering John. Dude, Stuttering John, like they've been Hounding him on who are these podcasts every episode oh, of the last yeah. year. Carl's, Carl's merciless. Carl, forever. Carl's it's like, merciless. It's like Carl's like main goal right now is to get Stuttering John to kill himself. Is what I feel like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I used to see Stuttering. He used to drink at a place not too far from me. I used to see him uh, every now and then. Yeah, but, but that was he was what he was doing though. I mean, because Stuttering John would just be sent out by Stern, you know, to ask the same kind of questions that uh, that that Cohen would, would ask. But Stuttering John was just being himself, you know, and his funny stuff. So it's really he kind of he kind of ripped off his act, I think. Mm. You know, yeah, really. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right <laughs> in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, I know we're. Uh, what what do we got left? One more, or is that the last? Uh, that's the last matchup that's, for the first that's round. It for the uh, the first round, yep. Uh, oh, we're shit. into the round two, round two, round two. Semifinals now. Oh, semifinals boy. starting to get heated, boys. I'm loving it. Semifinals. And oh, for this uh, first matchup for round two, it's Jello Biafra and Neil Young. Oh, challengers shit. approach. All right, who we got up going up first? Come on, Gal. And thank you, thank you, Gal. It's uh, it's going to be Neil Young participating first. 
All right. Uh, let's go with, um, you know, his, his uh, immeasurable arrogance, well-tempered with stupidity. Um, let's, let's, let's throw it again. This is that same guy. <clears throat> he's in, uh, he's being interviewed on Canadian television about, uh, some environmental, uh, mess of oil up uh, way up North. And, uh, it's, it's number three, Neil on fossil fuel. Here he says, I don't think anyone disagrees that the oil sands have environmental impact, uh, even those who support them, but we have a cultural dependence on oil. We have a system based on oil. Why? How- because it exists? Yes. That's not a good enough reason for me. I, I disagree with the reason behind us feeling that we're dependent on oil. That's a basic problem. For me, as a thinking person, as a person who's looking into the future, who's looking out for my grandchildren, who's looking out for the future of Canada and the United States and everybody that I meet, it's, it's, that's who I am. I, I look at it that way. <laughs> did, did that Boy. clip start but i'm confused did that clip start with him saying he he no. agreeing to he doesn't like oil because it exists no it start yes it it started with the interviewer right so they're sitting up opposite each other in folding chairs or something and the interviewer <laughs> says um you know it's 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 clear that we we have this uh this de- the cultural dependence on oil I me mean, for christ's sake the world does run on oil and then he, he, neil's answer is why because it exists i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> complete fucking idiot answer not um, good enough Oh my yeah, God. and then he goes into the, the the fallback position, which is, you know, as of this, as a father, as a musician, as a guy who likes to wear fringe jackets and goofy hats, you know, I don't like this. <laughs> That's not who I am. Like, fuck off. Where's your Where's your argument, Neil? He has none. But it's just, you know, it's it's the it's the right uh, it's the right position to take for no talent in his position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Neil, man. Yeah. Yeah. A thinking man who made millions on three chord songs. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh do you do you want to do one more since your neoclips clips are pretty short? Yeah, yeah, let's do another one. Um this is uh you can go right to number four because what's happened is this see that this interview to sort of put a box around it was apparently triggered by there's a some Indian tribe that lives near this oil field in Canada. Okay. And there's Neil sitting and he's, it's, it's funny to watch these assholes, how they, they, they costume up for whatever the, the occasion is. When you think of Neil, you normally think of him in his flannel shirt and his construction boots. <laughs> is he right? wearing moccasins mm-hmm. for this shit? <laughs> right. Now he's, now he's got a fringe, like fucking Cochise jacket on. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, you know, he's, he's very, he's very Native American. <laughs> and this is interview who, is you got to give this guy some props for for doing what he did um he he as you'll hear he establishes that fucking neil just uninvited injected himself into this controversy because he knew it would get him some publicity so you can just kick click on uh, number four neil and tp (laughs) all right uh let, let me ask you about some specifics of what you're doing. Because after your visit, you decided to partner with the AFCN, the Athabasca Chippewa First Nation, and play a role in the cause with these concerts. They didn't ask you to partner. You, you wanted to take that step. Tell me about <laughs> wanting to partner with them. I volunteered. I was sitting with the chief and the TP on the reserve. <laughs> I was hearing the stories. I was, he- <laughs> I was hearing the story. 
Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. sitting with in the te- in the chief with with the chief in the teepee. Like who the fuck asked you, Neil? He just shoved himself, shovel himself right in there. Here I am. I'm here to save you. You know. Yeah. Mm. So. Damn. Oh Neil. Oh Neil. Oh, Neil. Oh, oh the mighty man, I'm, I'm, oh, man. I'm sweating a little bit. I'm, I'm like, God, damn. I got to be really strategic about which. Uh, <laughs> Which one of my Jello clips I bring now? <laughs> you got to bring it, man. A game, pull out all the yeah. old stops. <laughs> I gotta say, I've been I've been uh, a listener of of Jellos for a long time. I found one of his spoken word CDs that he had released right after uh, Katrina happened, and it was this big fucking multifold three disc thing, and uh, I was probably thirteen, fourteen when I first listened to it, and then he he's talking about you know rigged voting machines and how the you know the military industrial complex like really true to the soul anti-authoritarian sort of stuff um i don't know is this technically being an anti-authoritarian in this following clip and now it's time for another edition of what would jello do what believe it or not Uh. with all the things going down today from wars that aren't getting stopped to more and more people unemployed and in poverty and the earth melting like an ice cream cone let's call it what it is it's not climate change it's climate destruction what am i getting bombarded with in emails even though i don't have a computer is people saying oh my god there's a new law where the president is going to have to have is going to have a kill switch who could shut off the internet just by flipping a switch not a digital way to do it now remember you have to program it to turn it off but why am i concerned i'm all for it i think it would be really really amazing and amusing to see how many people who've been brought up in the digital age are completely lost and in the dark when they don't have all these machines to do their work and their thinking for them but never worry paranoid nicks big business would never let that happen because after all commerce depends on the internet too so you have nothing to worry about except of course the end of net neutrality while no. a certain rock star is asleep <laughs> at the wheel again uh. when in doubt go to snopes.com <laughs> is punk still alive no so that's what i got uh, uh that was uh, during obama's um presidency so uh, maybe 2013 2014 I believe is when that video came out. Unfortunately, I don't think Jello quite understands the concept that people will still find a way to connect, uh, whether it be the uh, IPv4, maybe. I forget the exact name, but it's like a network of Raspberry Pis. And I know Midnight Mike has been kind of looking into it. And um, of course, you still got uh, local networks and shit that you can do. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't really think an internet kill switch means anything, and especially for someone you know that runs his entire business online. I'm sure, he has a website. He's got a Facebook. That he's posting all of his materials for Alternative Tentacles, which is the label that he started back in the uh, in the eighties. You know, everything is online for all of their commerce. So, you know, how much uh, up shit creek would he be if that were, were to take place? Yeah. How do you pronounce his last name again? Biafra? Uh, Biafra. 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 All right, well, I Biafra. got the phone lines open if we're ready for that. Oh, yeah. Jello, phone lines oh, let me, open. Uh, I got to get that posted. 
865-465-6271. It's Jello Biafra versus Neil Young. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when they found uh, when they found Mr. Biafra at the seventh floor of the school book depository, and the, on the afternoon of <laughs> on the afternoon of uh, on the afternoon of November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. Uh, when they, when they found him up in the window of the book depository, do you know what Mr. Biafra told the police he was doing? Sorry, Robert Kennedy Jr. <laughs> he said he was doing jello shots. Uh, All right. Uh, Caller, oh. you're on the air. Caller, I'm not a patsy. <laughs> Hello, caller. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, this is a douchebag Pat from Michigan local number one. Douchebag douche Pat, Pat. Cause it, cause you it calling via ham radio? One. That's why I'm calling in. So, you calling in on a ham? Um, on, on his whole body of work, I suggest uh, Mr. Young. For Mr. Young is lifetime top douchebag. <laughs> yep, yep. He's been. It's it. One clip doesn't do it for him. It's a continuous feed for. Since the '60s, pretty much. So, I'm, I'm I'm calling it for him. I'm calling the whole championship for him when I'm sele- when I selected my brackets. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a, that's money, a fair smart assessment. Money. I know uh, Larry and I have both done parodies of Neil Young, so I'll put those at the end too, so people can hear uh, a better yeah. version of Neil Young's music. I, I think every rock station in the country has done parodies of neil young on their morning shows <laughs> yeah but they didn't do them like we did okay i would like to see yours that's for sure <laughs> uh so it's not easy to play those songs caller so out of everybody you're going neil young all the way for the for the gold for the winner wow. uh, that's why i turned in my brackets yeah i filled them out that way oh okay oh, post boy. your uh, post your prediction brackets on the social we'll have to maybe uh <laughs> If you if you end up getting them right, we'll have to like post that as like the winning bracket, and, and I encourage you know anybody to do this. I, I I take the term douchebag for a reason. I, I can't figure out how to get on that social. Oh. <laughs> How'd you know about uh, the show? <laughs> and I'm an engineer. I mean, I, I think I'd have some technological <laughs> advantage, but it it um it, it's the few times I've gotten on it, it just seems like it like it's crazy. So I'm I'm probably not in the the right spot where I'm supposed to be. So, nice I tried, one. I tried to vote on the website, and that wasn't apparently a good way to do it. So, yeah, that's that's my my deficiencies there. Well, well you're an engineer. You don't want to do that in your spare time. <laughs> so, hey, before I go, Larry. Yes, sir. Take no shit, buddy. Take no shit, baby. Thank you. Catch you later. Bye. Catch you. Douchebag Pat, everybody. What a guy. What a guy. Nice. Thank what you for definitely has a belt. Had some great callers today. We have. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Solid. Um, yes, and uh, shout out to the folks that are uh, following along in the uh, comments on No Agenda Social, Lady Butters, and uh, Eno Howard, and Special yes. Agent Dr. Sir Mike Crotch. Dr. Sir, maybe we'll get a call from him. We should put him Dr. on the next Sir, list. Dr. Sir. Next, one of the next brackets. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Dr. I'm Sir kidding. I love you, Dr. Sir. No. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Shut this whole thing down.
Uh. All right, we got. How long we got here? We got some time. Uh, one minute. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, RuPaul. What a long, uh. strange trip it's been. Second floor lingerie. Ooh, I don't feel like much. If you want to be like me, a loser, just go ahead and podcast. How weird can I be? How weird do you want? It's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning. It's gotta be. Is you win or is you win? Because you're a cunt. Let's start to massage your boob. He's queer as crazy. He put a hit on me and took his clothes off. Well, if I took you down there, then I'd want to take a shower with you right away. Be careful what you say. <laughs> okay. All We're right. ten seconds out here. Ten seconds away. Seven, six, three, Five, one, four, seven, three, three, two, six, one, three. Oh man! Final results. With twenty-seven people voting, Neil Young. You're a winner, baby, with 85% of the vote. Damn. 85% of the vote. Sorry, guys. Douchebag. I got this guy is crushing it. Centennial over here. This guy's he is no good. All right. Well, let me see biscuit. Let's uh, let's say farewell to Jello Biafra. This is a parody, a self parody of one of his own songs from the Dead Kennedys from the 2015 circa era. This song, which used to be called Nazi Punks, Fuck Off, has got a little bit of a facelift. Nazi Trumps, fuck off! How weird can I be? How weird do you want? (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Nazi Trumps, fuck off. Get it? We got a bunch of clips yeah. coming up. All right, who's next here? <laughs> and the Bible tells us that. <laughs> Poems are peaches. <laughs> By the way, that I think all the peaches are just my mic. I just broke my microphone. All right, what? Just Hello? before the uh, <laughs> the reason that think music before the results are announced, I love it. it's like dating game, and then it morphs into the theme from Shaft. That's really good. Whoever put that together, I like that a lot. Some kind That's, of royalty-free yeah. bullcrap, I think. Yeah, it's good. It's good <laughs> sultry. Nice. All right. So, Neil Young, you're progressing on to the finals. Wow. Finalmente. Congratulations, Damn. Dude. So, I got my hands in it, and I put it in around front. Is <laughs> 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 that the 80s or the 90s you did that? I think it was, like, early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. It's why it was with Fox. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, oh my. my. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. All right. Where are we oh, at? my. <laughs> All right. I'm going to need an ISO Larry doing that later. We're going to cut that one out. All right. Ready to go. Oh All right. Uh, oh last matchup in the semifinals is Chink Uger and Neil deGrasse Tyson. All right. Continuing with the semifinals. Oh, wait. That's Chink both me. Neil. I was going to tweet this, too. Maybe I should. Round two. <laughs> All right. Who's up first here? Uh, so while you're playing with yourself, it's going to be Neil deGrasse Tyson. Come on down. Neil. Neil, Neil, Neil. Okay. The fact that you don't 
know what it is is not evidence that you know what it is. Okay, do you guys want do you guys want Neil, do you guys want Neil deGrasse Tyson? Okay, I was I was inspired by our last show with Seth Rogen's laugh compilations that Lavish and I brought. So yep. do you want I, I made my own compilation from one episode of Star Talk of Neil deGrasse Tyson's laugh. I can do that or I can do Neil deGrasse Tyson on The View, where they play a clip of Big Bang Theory, and you can see if you can find any jokes in the entirety of it. I mean, I kind of want to hear the laugh compilation more than yeah. The View. All right, well, Me I'll put too. the Big Bang Theory one in post. Well, yeah, like I said, all these clips that we don't get to will be in post. Here's, uh, here's yeah. the laugh compilation from Neil deGrasse Tyson's Star Talk. We're back. Star Talk. In the coronavirus. Keeping our distances. Not physical distances, but we are totally in each other's face electronically. Ain't that right? Okay, so the coronavirus could be the new normal. <laughs> With my weather scene, I so one day rule the world. <laughs> Wow, There's actually wow. an episode of Family Guy where Stewie <laughs> takes his little weather machine and he actually succeeds in doing just that. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh God. <laughs> uh, I was going to tweet this, too. Maybe I should. I don't know why that's so funny to me, but that ISO is forever is. in my catalog. Is, is it, it is. ISO. <laughs> I don't tweet this too. Maybe I should. I don't know. All right, that's that's uh, Neil. And then uh, next up, we got Jink you, Jink Younger, or as Alex Jones calls him, Sink the Turd. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, where are we at? Yeah, here we go. Okay, so I played. I know the last clip I played of him was very hard hitting journalism from the Young Turks. Uh, Jink has here's another piece. A full decade later of another hard-hitting journalism piece from the same newsman with the same co-host, Jink Younger, on The Young Turks. I have decided what that boing boing chick was doing. Mm -hmm. She was doing the jaywalking of bestiality. The jaywalking equivalent of bestiality, everyone. Like, yeah, wow. it might technically be a crime, but it's like let's not job? waste the court's time on jaywalking. Okay. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But here comes the controversial part, the part I shouldn't say. I believe that I am going. I, if I were the rule, uh, the benevolent dictator of the world, I would legalize <laughs> bestiality where you are hmm. giving, you where you are pleasuring the animal. Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Why, why now? Why? Why did that happen? This is the dumbest thing. It I'm really saying? is the dumbest thing you said. But no, no, no. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because, like, so there's, like, was the case that we covered. Let Keep me talking. double down here on this. Keep talking. <laughs> Am I degeneracy? It's like, so there's, like, was the case that we covered where there was, like, a guy or a girl or something that was pleasuring a horse, and the horse came to a conclusion, right? So who got harmed? You know that people who are, okay, look, not to be a downer about what you're saying, because what you're saying sounds kind of funny, but a lot of people mm. who are being raped can actually, like, have an orgasm. I know. So, like, if a guy is being raped, he can have an orgasm. Like, you can't right, say, well, oh, okay, one, if you come, that means you wanted it. That's not the right way to go. But, number one, you're being an unbelievable downer. I am, but okay. that's the truth. Number two, they're not both humans. Number three, I mean, if you really ask the horse, did you mind? 
the answer's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy who's never been saying? around a horse. No. This is such an awkward yeah. conversation. It is. All yeah. right. I'm going to leave it be. Okay. <laughs> what a long, strange trip it's been. <laughs> there's that, that first clip I played and this second clip, there's a 10 years span in between the two. So clearly nice. this guy is has been for advocating for bestiality <laughs> yeah. for fucking oh, yeah. 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Is he married Comes to a again. pony? I could kind of figure that out. <laughs> 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 Got a ranch after that. <laughs> he looks like wow. Mr. Ed, I'll tell you that. All right, are we yes, uh, are we uh, ready to post this uh, bad boy? <laughs> Let's do it. Five, four, I love three, to hear me out. Hear me out. Two, one. Oh ready? yeah, baby, and it's <laughs> live. It's live. live. Phone lines are open. Give us a call at eight six five four six five six two seven one. Eight six five four six five six two seven one. Who are you liking? Who's the bigger douche? Jink Junger, Sink the Turd Burglar, or? Um, Neil, was it Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Oh, Space Science Man. man. Space Hello, man. caller, Magic you're man. on the air. Hello, caller, you like Neil deGrasse Tyson or Jink Junger as the bigger douche? Who you thinking? You know what? When uh, Baron Cohen was against uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I'm pretty certain I, I voted the last vote that pushed deGrasse Tyson over. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Be real careful. What Tiebreaker caller. I felt, I felt very guilty about it, but that clip that you played now, I don't feel guilty at all because he's, he's a total <laughs> uh, ass. But the only Spoiler thing is alert, the next Jank five just, clips of Jink are also about bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> keeps coming up for some reason. And then Jank, yeah, Jank one-upped them. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, if I was made... Leader of the free world, the first thing I would do is make it legal. Hear me out. For you to pleasure an animal. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. Keep on rocking the free world. Nice. Circling uh, back. That's nice. what very good. <laughs> The way he's talking, he wants. To, uh, it's clear that he wants to like have sex with animals. Somehow. Well, there's no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> like he switched from dogs to horses now. The, yes. It only took him ten years, <laughs> but he had the same and, argument yeah. in both those clips. Call her down. Hello. Hello? No, I'm there. My, it cut out for a second. Sorry. And he thinks that he's talking about such vile depravity, but if he keeps it in sort of uh, gentlemanly terms, it's okay. Like, and the horse reached a conclusion. Hey, Jenny, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> no, he said he said came to a conclusion. It was, oh, is that it? That's, it? I'm even, sorry. that's even weirder. That's that's great. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. gotta come. Like, why even bother? Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Did you what really a sick have to fuck. specify that? Shank, He's like, hear me shank, out. These soft, supple <laughs> horses. <laughs> I'm telling you, you brush them smooth as silk, okay? That's where it starts. Wow. Thought of it Incredible. <laughs> I gotta come. Wow. How weird can I be? How weird do you want? <laughs> Man, Jake's gonna give Neil a run for his money, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't feel like much. <laughs> Uh, caller, uh, what, what else? What do you think is going to take it all the way? I know. Uh, I don't. Know, I haven't even looked at what the bracket looks like right now, but I know we got. Um, I don't know. These two. 
These two had a, this is an interesting battle. They're getting tougher as it goes on. Because <clears throat> I think idea. even like uh, Jello and who was in the last round? Jello and who? Uh, Neil deGrasse. That was a t- no. I'm sorry, Neil Young. Yeah, Neil that Young. was a tough. I'm sorry. One of the Neils. Yeah, we, we should have done the whole battle with just Neils. <laughs> you ever met a Neil that you liked? <laughs> I, did. I have. I sure as hell have. <laughs> no. It's battle of the Neils. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Doogie Howser guy. All kinds of people. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> Mm. He could be a kid. Was Larry King ever been in the, the Battle of the Douchebags? Who? Larry King. Larry King. No, I like Larry King a little too much. I put him in there. I like James Brown. He was in there. I could do it. Oh, Neil Armstrong, the guy that lied and said he went to the moon. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was told to do that. Come on. <laughs> they were going to kill his family if he didn't lie. Okay, I don't blame him. Yeah. For that one. Yeah. They're gonna blow him up in a in a you know this guy lived they in were smaller craft. Capricorn okay. one is ass. That's right. <laughs> Give him the old Paul three treatment. <laughs> Moon landing. Fake. We got a bunch of clips coming up. Uh, anything else, caller? While you're still here. And with 33 no, seconds I, out. No. Neil Armstrong's a man. Come on. Well, yeah. guess what? It's time to get your boats in because we got 30 seconds left on the clock. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Have you voted yet, Caller? Oh, we hung up. Caller's going to be the tying breaking vote again, for sure. <laughs> uh, I guess Hello, I should pick it up. <clears throat> Caller, yeah, you're on the <laughs> air. Better hurry. It's just almost time. We're running out of time. Caller, you're on the air. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, what was that, Caller? And I also don't like um, that. Uh, who's the other guy? The Jank Uger guy. I don't like the Rittenhouse shot someone because somebody threw a plastic bag at him. Somebody threw a plastic bag at him. Or like Jank Uger. Jank Uger. I think Jank's going to be uh, be up in the finals. For you, sure. think who's? Wow. you think who's going to be in the finals? Jank. Jank, Jank. 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 The, the dog guy. The dog, I believe so, dog, too. I think he's dog. really a sh- like shoe-in, honestly, for at least getting to the finals, just because he's yeah. he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling the Humane Society. <laughs> well, <laughs> peekaboo caller, yeah, turns out sick. you are. <laughs> this caller is correct. Uh, oh. With 27 yes. people voting, uh, 70% voted in favor of Chank Uger. Nice work. Congratulations! Oh, shit, Jink. The star is rising. (laughs) Well, in that case, uh, I can play us out with one Neil clip as we we leave here. Uh, Do you want... (laughs) I guess Neil deGrasse Tyson on The View would be pretty good. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, I'd love to see him on the view. Uh, yeah, this is. Uh, but you to- this, they, they play a clip of him on the Big Bang Theory, and I just want you. There's a lot of laugh track in there, but count the actual jokes that happen in this clip they play, and then pay special attention to Joy <laughs> Behar going, "I love that show." Yeah, I was gonna um, say I'd love to see him type. on Joy Behar. <laughs> Joy, dude, if, if there's one show that like Joy Behar would love, it's the Big Bang Theory, the most mindless yeah. like crud that's ever been on television. 
Um, but you played against type on the Big Bang Theory oh, season against premiere. Type. That's a phrase? That's against a thing? type. Oh, okay. Let's take a look. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Remember, I'm the guy who kicked Pluto out of the solar system. <laughs> and it deserved it, so thank you. Bye-bye. Whoa. That was fun. <laughs> Let's see who else needs a DeGrasse kicking. <laughs> Bill Nye's science guy. Hey, Bill. Neil Tyson. We've got to talk. That's so good. I love that show. Wow, so I'm sorry. Funny. I'm sorry. It was not Joy Behar. Joy Behar said it's so funny, and then Megan McCain said, "I love that show." <laughs> oh, oh. I love that show. So good. So that, good. Just, that just aired. Like so I brave. Ago. I yeah. love it. I love it. Well, you should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck you, Neil. Oh, Megan McCain's such a suck up too. I heard <laughs> zero jokes and all the laugh tracks. Right. Yep. I would, uh, caller, did you check that with Snopes before you just came over here and spouted that misinformation? Or <laughs> I counted all the lines and I didn't laugh at any of them. None of them. <laughs> when in doubt, go to Snopes.com. I heard Snopes said it was a funny episode. Yeah, that's fact check false. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It, fuck, 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 fuck. Caller, who do you think uh, we're at the final round now, right? Or are we at semifinals still or finals? This We're about to finals, go into the baby. finals. Oh, round three, final. Final two round. contestants. Caller, uh, who do you think is going to win the final match? Uh, Jank. Wow. Jank yep. Jank McJankerson. Jank. I think, Jank, yeah. Jank McJankerson. We'll see what happens. It's up to the it's listeners. Hard to beat bestiality, really. <laughs> <laughs> Only one man could do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, and he happens to be in the guys. finals. And uh, I believe, if this is the caller, I believe it is, they will be on Bulls with Buds tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern with the very own John That's Fletcher. Right. I thought yes. your voice yes. was familiar. Hello. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> so be sure to tune in yeah, for that. Yes. Thank you. Yes, indeed. And I'll I'll be yeah. tuning in uh, to uh, the the finals of the douchebags. So I'll leave you guys. Have a great show, and I uh, love you. Love you too. Thank uh, you, Colin. Love you too, Carblins. Thank you. Have a great show tonight. Nice work. <laughs> All right. Okay. So now we're at Final the finals. Uh, finals. Finals. This is it. Everything final that's led, everything that's happened, that has transpired, has led up wow. to this Round very three finals. moment. Round three finals. Sudden death. Super. Sudden death. Super. Incredible. Wow. All right. So who we got? It's Neil Young versus Chank Uger. Oh, wow. it was almost Neil versus Neil. It was that close. Almost. Uh, almost. almost. But, All right. You know, there's there's a there's a trend of upsets. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, so who we got up first here? It's Challengers approach. With the roll of die, it's uh, Chank. You're up Choose first. Choose your fighter. All right, Chank. <laughs> Chinkity, chink, 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 chink. Um, 
Oh, man, I have I have a, I pulled all these this morning. They're all too good. I'm going to go ahead and play this one. This is the longest clip I have, but it's just so good. And I chopped it. <laughs> full disclosure. I it was like I cut out like three segments of a 12 minute Young Turks video and just smashed the three together to get it close to two minutes. But uh, this <laughs> this is uh, Jink in the last couple of weeks going after Joe Rogan before his Twitter outburst against Rogan, this was just the video he made. And like I said, the video of, uh, that you brought up Larry of Alex Jones and jink going at it, uh, yes. will be in the post show, but yeah, here's uh, a okay. jink. you going after Rogan the last week or so, two weeks. Mm. Oh, I got freedom, man. I take my contagious disease and I spread it all over you. That's called freedom. Uh, by the way, Jink's microphone, control is horrible he's constantly not even it's beyond over modulated it's like he's blowing out the microphone uh in yeah. the sound background sound is terrible i don't know what the young turks is a multi-million dollar operation funded in part by george soros on record and they can't get the sound good i don't know what's going on no it's not wow. it's called you're an idiot and you're dangerous and here comes trump saying well it's just the fact that everybody's getting coronavirus it's hurting the economy which then hurts my chance of getting reelected, and which hurts my ego it hurts my ego. So then a bunch of goons like Joe Rogan and others came in and said, we can, oh, Trump, 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 Trump. Whatever Trump says, we'll modify everything around that and we'll redraw the line. And now, all of a sudden, there's vaccines that we took all this time. This one is, oh, this one's so different. The FDA didn't approve it. Now it did. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to move the line again. I'm going to move the line again. Trump, 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 right wing conspiracy theories, etc. So now they say, I want to move the line and my new freedom is to not get vaccinated from all the things I used to get vaccinated from. No, that is not fair to the rest of us. We can't give you diseases and you can't give us diseases. You can't punch us, we can't punch you. Otherwise, we're gonna have a complete breakdown here. Even with the federal government, you state that you have a religious exemption. It's absurd, you shouldn't have that exemption. I mean, I- you, you guys tell us, okay, what else can you do to us? And call it your freedom, because remember, whatever's convenient. What it, no, no, I know, but whatever is convenient for you guys is also convenient for us. Whatever you say that you can do to us, I'm gonna come and do to you, okay? And then go, hey, well, hey, hey, it's just me exercising my freedom. Say, How dare you? Because the right wing are a bunch of fragile little boys, and they're like, I get to do whatever I want to you, but if you do it back to me, <gasps> how could you do that to me? I'm entitled. I'm entitled to everything. I'm entitled to the top uh, contract in media and then say that I'm being canceled because you criticized me. You don't look canceled, Joe. You look entirely uncanceled. But yet you're constantly having your feelings hurt when someone critiques you. Okay, gr- look, and besides which, you're like at this point, he's a joke. He's a total right winger. He never has any real left wingers on. He's constantly bringing on fake left wingers like Jimmy Dore and Dave. Oh, yeah, let's go. Awesome, Trump's awesome. Conspiracy theories are awesome. And you know what I mean? And Joe, by the way, you want to be a man? You know, you're like, MMA. I don't like trans people because I'm so manly. Okay, Joe, be a goddamn man. Thanks for watching the Young Turks. Really appreciate it. <laughs> All right, thanks very much. Very quick. Wow. wow. He is easy to hate. That is yeah, so. incredible. I, I watched that. I mean, that. Oh man, that that YouTube channel is pure cancer, and they're you know YouTube yeah. verified, never going to get the platform, you know. Sure, no. Completely, yeah. They're golden, golden ponies on YouTube. Yeah, ponies. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> yeah, <look out. laughs> I, I don't want to uh-huh. say. Yeah.
Uh, any golden ponies in the area, look out. Jinx right around the corner. Sir, <laughs> step away from the pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Get out of here, young Turk. Love is love. All right. And then what's uh, Neil Young's next, right? That Neil is, is next. Okay, Neil. I'm so I'm going to go for a uh, trifecta here because there's, there's three three um, clips in succession here, and they're all yeah. kind of short. So um, the first two uh, are he was doing a, a show again up, I think it was in Toronto with some chick hostess, and they're sitting alongside this fucking enormous table laid out with electric trains. Okay. Okay. And this thing is it's it's just huge. Like Boris and Johnson and his train shit. Is it like that? I oh, just see, is a little train. train guy too? I think so, if I remember that really? right. Really? Okay, so 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 Neil is here's this this thing and it's got, you know, bridges and tunnels and waterfalls and the Matterhorn, all this shit. And this chick's, you know, ask him, so you're really into trains? And he's, and here's this guy, remember, he's Mr. Enviro, you know, preserve, you know, climate change, help the Earth uh, mother, keep the planet green. And he's, he's, this thing is going around in circles as they're talking. That's what's going to make the audio really short, shitty. And, and he says, he, t- he takes this fucking thing on tour with him everywhere he goes. He has it broken down and rebuilt at all his, at all his tour venues. And, uh, and then it turns out that he's a, either a partial or full owner of the Lionel Model Train Corporation. And yeah. she asks, well, why do you, why do you do this? And he's going to tell her, well, it's for the kids. I do this for the, you know, the kids got to have something to do with it. Cause, cause everybody knows backstage of rock concerts. It's always full of kids, isn't it? Five year olds yeah. and shit. You know, okay. So, so, oh, yeah. so, so then in the next, well, do you want, do you want to just stitch these together or stop and start? Um, we can play the the train one and then keep let's going. play the train one. Then, then we'll because they're, they're, they're kind of brief. And uh, I'll give you the next one. You got to laugh. <laughs> this is Lionel train set. Yeah, those are those are Lionel's, right? Those are the ones that we take on the road. This is our touring layout. The touing layout, yeah, because when I first heard it was going to be like 20 feet by 18 feet, and I thought we'd have to build a whole new oh environment. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had to make it smaller just to get in here, but it's yeah. module. Can you take this on the road everywhere? I take it a lot of places because, uh, you know, when we're playing backstage and people come in, they have kids and there's families and everything, and it just seems like a, it's just another thing for people to do. And right, because you get bored sometimes. You know? Well, you know, the kids, you have yeah. kids. You know, at a concert, a Neil Young yeah, the kids, the kids, like Janet Reno, the kids. I to save them, I to kill them, the kids. Okay, so, so, so someone, next, can I, can I yeah. just, well, with some previous experience, nothing to this caliber, I would lose my ever-loving fucking mind because not only does the train set have to get set up, but lo and behold, that motherfucker has to get, motherfucker has to get taken down. <laughs> yeah. and, <laughs> probably yes. just a if i was a betting man that shit they probably set up in, in front of some fucking uh stage door just bait or the loading dock just because of how fucking big they said they had to pare it down to yeah god damn it well doesn't yeah. he have his own <laughs> army of roadies to do that though it's probably not the I, in-house people I, to do that i guess he does yeah. yeah yeah i mean yes it would be his production staff for sure mm-hmm. but still like you have to push boxes around, and then you got this fucking train set in the middle, Imagine in the middle that. of the floor. Maybe it's in a room. I don't know. Maybe it's in a dressing room or something. But I don't know. Yeah, 
Is that yeah. part of his, uh, what do they call it? The the re- list of requirements? His rider, his tech his rider. rider. Must be. Uh, no brown M&Ms and plenty of trains. <laughs> you got to oh, put up my God, stupid damn, train set. <laughs> oh, 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 my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Woo, listen yeah. to this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the next clip, which is number seven, it says, it's tech whiz, Neil. She, she continues this conversation. Oh, wait, no, I think we're on six and, uh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Forgive me. You're right. Six. Neil, the inventor. So he's sitting there on this couch. Okay. And he's back in his flannel shirt, t-shirt thing. He's not an Indian anymore. And, um, and, and so she says something to him about him and oh, like, oh, and you're, you're an inventor and you're like a tech wizard. You know, what, what's that you got there? And he's holding in his hand. It, it either looks like an old television remote unit or, or like the first cordless phones that had a little, you know, telescoping antenna. Right. <laughs> and he's, and he's like, oh yeah, I can, I can, I can make the train do what I want with this. Yeah. I like, I like technology. I'm a real tech guy, you know. <laughs> What the the fuck? So I'll just let you listen and make your own decision. Plus, I really like technical things, so the electronics and everything is fun. But what I hear about this is you've developed some new technological wizardry to make it easy to use, right? Yeah, we we did. Uh, And it makes it possible for you to do anything on the table just from here, you know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Now... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to to round out the trifecta, Neil thinks he's such a technological wizard, right? <laughs> yeah. That he actually he actually went to Trump and wanted to borrow five million bucks for his latest example of wizardry, right? And so, if you want to cue number seven, you can hear Trump tell the story better than I possibly could. I pledge before my heavenly Father that I I I, 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 I that I will resist them every way I can. These people are the literal demon spawn of the pit of hell. Is a man named Neil Young on the phone? I said, "Who's Neil Young?" Let me back this up. Oh God! Is a man named Neil Young on the phone? I said, "Who's Neil?" Is that Trump? That's Trump. Yeah. Wow, it's like he's up pitched or so, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, it sounds weird. Let me hear this again. It does. There's a man named Neil Young on the phone. I said, who's Neil Young? Isn't that funny? You know, it's like a name. I'd say, who's Neil Young? No, it's we'd like, like a name. to talk to him. It's like a name. It's like a name. singer. Oh, that Neil Young, I'd say. I actually didn't know. I'm saying, like, you know, you can't put two Neil Youngs together. <laughs> so he calls me, hey, Mr. Trump, I heard you were at my concert last night. I'd come, love to come up and say hello to you. I said, all right, because I don't think he does this. I said, do you ever do this? He said, I never do this. I said, well, I'm greatly honored. Come up. He comes up to Trump Tower a number of months ago. And he tried to get, raise money. He won like $5 million from me because he's got a sound synthesizer <laughs> that makes sound better. I said, but Neil, what about all these companies that do this? I mean, they're pretty good at it, aren't they? No, 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 Mike. <laughs> Sorry to back it up, yeah. but uh, yeah. it's a sound synthesizer that made, that's, uh, <laughs> costs $5 makes million. better dollars. sounds. Yeah. Uh, hey, Neil, have you ever heard of weed? <laughs> it doesn't cost $5 million, I'll tell you that. Sound better. It makes it sound better. Neil, what about all these companies that do this? I mean, they're pretty good at it, aren't they? No, no, no. Mine's better, better, better. <laughs> so good. Is better, you better, win better. or is you win? Uh, wow. You know about Neil's, uh, it was the flak player that he made back That's in what the he's day. talking about, right? That's what Trump's talking about there, the flak player? <laughs> is that what he's talking about? Is he's talking I, about I don't that? know. He had I some kind know. of play, like music player, like, Pre what Kanye did, 
Yeah. He had it's one of the really first high end music players, portable music but players. He's, but, but he's coming to Trump, hat in hand, asking for a $5 million investment. And meanwhile, you know, if, if what we saw about this Spotify Rogan thing was correct, like half of Neil's, half of his catalog was worth $150 million. So that guy's in a $300 million range. The fuck's he needs Trump money for? Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe Always he's got to his money, I guess. That's true. Yeah. Especially when you're a tech wizard. Yeah. Danger! So. Danger! Alert! Alert! I am a well, scumbag! At least I how Trump filled. made his money. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, so it's uh final final round here. We'll open up the phone lines one more time. Oh man, we'll maybe get you in the shower. I would start to massage your boob. Well, if I took you down there, then I'd want to take so you out right away. You know, you and feel it down to find if you start to massage your boob. If I took you down there, then I'd want to take a shower with you right away. Get that pole ready. The phone lines are opening up. Oh, my goodness. Go, go. Phone lines are open, everybody. Call 865-465-6271. Nailed it. Damn, sorry, I didn't mean to step on me. <laughs> no, you're good. You. <laughs> it's, uh, you can read the number out one more time if you want. Are you sure? 865-465-6271. There it is. Neil deGrasse Tyson. There it is. Or no, sorry, Neil Young versus Jink Younger. Neil Tyson's already out. Uh, caller, you're on the air. When in doubt, go to Snopes.com. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Pat, Douchebag Pat from Michigan Local Number One again. I gotta hey. tell you, I'm switching Douchebag my Pat. vote. Oh, you switching the vote? Uh oh. I'm switching my vote. Neil Young was a shoe in. I haven't heard of Chank very much. And this half dozen or so clips you paid, played moved him to the number one spot. Oh, That's wow. Aunt bestiality loving creep. I can't, I mean, I, I didn't know this about him. And I'm like, hey, God, what? you can push me over with a feather. I would have. Bet my my paycheck that I would have kept it, but I, I'm changing my vote to sink. Jink, jink, all right, cool, nice. Sorry, Didn't you man. already submit your bracket, caller? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll take I'll take the loss on it. <laughs> this is uh this is my my one jink ISO. Rittenhouse shot someone because somebody threw a plastic bag at him. <laughs> You know, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead. It's only like 10 seconds longer. The full clip. This is the entirety of the Young Turks clip. Uh, this is This is the entirety of the Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse shot someone because somebody threw a plastic bag at him and killed him. So the right wing's lucky that left wing and normal people aren't as armed as they are, and I know that they also know that. Because by right-wing logic, she could pull out a gun and kill them right there. Stand your ground. No one could argue. No one could argue. But by the way, I don't want that to happen. I don't want us shooting each other in the streets. Mm-hmm. right? So they better come down like a ton of bricks on him through the legal process, and we better have justice. That's the entirety of the whole uploaded video of his take on Rittenhouse. Satan. <laughs> Ugh. You know, you'd feel the tension drain out of you. Oh, God. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> do you want to see if we can, uh, uh, check in with another caller? We still got two minutes left. Uh, yeah, before anything else there, closes. caller? Uh, douche, Mr. Douchebag Pet. Oh, she's. Douchebag had nothing oh, else. Well, thank you. Well, thank you yeah, for calling. In. Thank you for your call. Yes. Yeah. You. Oh, we can take one more call here while we got a couple minutes left. I think <laughs> I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you think the odds are of me getting mentioned in here? <laughs> Good old Vosh. Hello, caller. You're on the air. This is Abs and a Six Pack, Battle of Douchebags Part 2. The date is March 20th, 2022. Who you liking? You liking Neil Young or Jink the Turd Burglar Younger? Uh, gentlemen, hello. My name is Jay Edgar Hoofert, and um, it seems <laughs> I'm leaning more towards Neil Young, of course, because one would say that Chank is actually a comrade in arms of mine. I'm not quite sure why gentlemen seem to be raffing on this kind benefactor of one wait is this douchebag pen just doing a bit <laughs> this guy's good let I him know, talk but as i said it's j edgar hooper <laughs> i actually initially got into this field by of course raising one of my mares and then one of my clients had found quite an acute attraction to this animal of course i'm sorry i would have dropped this really far going too far <laughs> just getting a little uh, yeah, for me lars you like, son of a bitch it's <laughs> 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 like lars <laughs> Lars, okay, okay, thanks for calling in, man. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Louise calling in, uh, just trolling and shit. Uh, to be fair, Chad gets it by far. I, I initially heard him speak, and I'm like, it's not that bad. I thought it was a bit, and then you played the, the, the one clip afterwards. I'm like, this guy's sold yeah. out. My friends are dog huh. trainers, bro. How the hell are you having a sex with an animal? Get the fuck out of here, dude. You insinuate that shit continually. Well, tell it. Ugh. To be fair, you'll find out here in 20 seconds as oh, our poll is about to close. So you said you think oh, Chink's taking goodness. it all the way there, caller? I, I go long for Chank, and if Chank don't get it, I'm coming down to the show place. What's your address, brother? It's uh, yeah, address. Good luck getting over the border, Reese. <laughs> the, the address is 865. Uh, what was the number again? The address is the phone number. Be real careful what you say. <laughs> Be careful what you say. Oh, it's getting, it's getting down to it, folks. Getting down right to it. Oh, shit. No. Oh, no. my goodness. Oh, no. shit. Round one, round two, round three, final five, four, three, two, one. Wow! Incredible! The champion is... Ladies and gentlemen... I am happy to announce that with 87% of the vote, 30 people coming through, it's uh, Shank Younger. Oh, Shank takes it! He's Shank! He's always in it! Douchebag! Oh my god. Oh, Chuck. Chunk made it. Chunk made it to the end. Neil Chunk. Young. That's a good one. Junk. I like that. Junk. 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 <laughs> Junk. Junk Uyghur, you Big are the douchebag champion. Oh, you gotta love it. Well, thanks, Larry, for hanging out. You gotta obviously that LarryShow.com. Got a new episode out every Wednesday or thereabouts. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're the best. So much fun. Hey, gentlemen, can I just give a second to say I really appreciate this, this platform that you guys are hosting. This is pretty cool. I can't wait to share it with my friends. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. Thank you, Caller. Thank you, Caller. Anything else before we let you go? Uh, Stay safe. And uh, I like animals, like dogs, just like tech. Don't hurt me. Don't call me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him now. Don't hurt him now. Hammer, don't hurt him. Congratulations. Uh, but yeah, that Larry show every Wednesday or thereabouts. Right. Then uh, behind the schemes.
every Monday night live. Yeah, yeah. Radio tomorrow, night. Mm. tomorrow night. That is we're tomorrow having night. episode ninety. Whoa! There's a clock. Yeah. Congratulations! That congratulations <laughs> job just works for anything. <laughs> and uh, we'll be we'll actually uh, be live after No Agenda on March 27th this coming Sunday. So wow! Stick around for that. Incredible! Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Sir Seat Sitter. Yes. Thank, thank you, you to Sir Bemrose, for uh, posting this one up. Yes. Yeah. Always. Big thanks to to the Bim. To the Bim Rose and to the Bim Dogs. Tonight at 8 p.m., I'll be on Deborah Gets Red Pilled with Cretched from OBDM. Uh, but uh, I don't even know if that'll be live. So, what you really should do is at 8 o'clock tonight, listen to Bowls with Buds with Ke- uh, Fletcher and Carolyn from Hog Story. Yeah, Sir Spencer and DeLorean. Yes, and uh, other than that, I think. Oh, we should say thank you to everybody in the troll room. Hang on. Thanks along. to the chat. Yes. Playing Thanks around. to the voters. Thanks to the callers. Yeah, all you Mastodon freaks. The links to find Behind the Schemes and That Larry Show will be in the show notes. And stay tuned after the show to hear all the clips that we didn't have time to play today during the episode. You'll hear some Neil Tyson, I'm sure. You'll hear some Lars. You'll hear all kinds of James Brown and all that shit. Yeah. Cool. It's going to be sweet. Thank you, guys. Pleasure hanging with you. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Douchebags win again. When in doubt, go to Snopes.com. What a long, strange trip it's been. Is this song in rent? I thought it was over. Really? He's queer as crazy, but he put a hit on me and took his clothes off. Let me read this to you. You're reading something real bad. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to commit suicide. (laughs) All right, we're letting the stream go. Have a good night, everybody. So, in daylight, does that look blue to you? No, I mean, it's bluer than a a, a, a cooler, well, cooler uh, lamp. It's bluer than a low-temperature lamp. Right. But, but... If you look at the 5006, that's daylight. By the way, it's not yellow. That is not a yellow lamp. Yet you still have people saying, the sun is yellow. Sun is ye-. No, it's not. The sun is freaking white. Okay? And there it was. The birth of my dick. The most significant thing to ever happen in our species. Now, that makes for some interesting phenomena. My dick begins to grow. My dick. My the most powerful dick in the world. I've got this big ass dick. This huge dick. The most powerful dick in the world. Here's what happens. My dick begins to grow. power to stretch. Earth is turning into and out of my dick. My big ass dick. The most powerful dick in the world. I've got this big ass dick. This huge dick, the most powerful dick in the world. To the center of a stream of atoms. Oops, the wind changed directions. And all of a sudden, you become a victim of my dick. My big ass dick, the most powerful dick in the world. I've got this big ass dick, this huge dick. 
You're not supposed to drop your dick. Drop, drop your your dick. Drop your dick. Drop your your dick. Ever. Ever. You're not supposed to drop your dick. Drop, drop your your dick. You think the government is keeping secrets? First, you think the government is competent enough? to keep such a secret. You don't, really? Right. Really? Do you really think the government is that competent? Really? I gotta come. The fact that you don't know what it is is not evidence that you know what it is. When in doubt, go to Snopes.com. I was gonna tweet this too, maybe I should. Okay, it's nice and relaxed. And how does I call you like? You can call the... me Donald. For real. Okay. It's Trump, in it? Right. And Rakim, remember at the beginning, what are you doing? TR. It's up there, isn't it? So, how long has there been businesses? Well, business started from the day one, from early in the, uh, in the world. And what was they doing business in back in the day? Many, many, many years ago, hundreds of millions of years ago, people were doing business and they were trading in rocks and stones and other things. Who would want to buy rocks? I don't know, man. You got you to gotta ask them that. I've got some business idea that I just want to tell you about and I'll be a fool if... Very quickly. What is the most popular thing in the world? Music. No. Tell me. Ice cream. Okay. Everyone has it. And what is the problem with ice cream? I have no idea. It drips. Okay. So me idea is what? Yeah, to make a drip-proof ice cream. No. Oh, that's a fucking brilliant idea, this. All right, whatever. You ain't going to come out with that, though. No, I, I promise you I won't. Well, me idea is to come out with just like these ice cream gloves that make the ice cream not go on your hands and make it all well sticky. And also keep your hands warm okay. when, when you is eating the ice cream. Okay. Is you in or is you in? Okay, well, it sounds like a good idea and I hope you make a lot of money. Good luck, folks. It's been nice seeing you. You take care of yourself, okay? Well, is you going to be in on that? Well, it sounds like an interesting We've got, like, P. Diddy is going to be in it. Good. Also, jetzt bin ich hier mit the younger Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Hello. What's your name? My name's Daniel. I have I have an interest in guns and handguns. I'm also a hunter. I like to hunt. Wow. So, what is your biggest gun? The biggest caliber of gun I had would be my 7 Magnum. Do you need to use lubrication with a gun like that? Absolutely. You definitely need to use lubrication. How far can you put it up the pooping shaft before it's dangerous? Uh, I probably wouldn't use that up the pooping shaft. What do you think it is that makes shooting the number one leisure activity for gay guys at the moment? Now that, I don't know. Well, I don't know any gay people. And I'm not gay. Why are you denying it? I'm not judging you. I'm gay too. Alright, if you call me gay one more time, I'm finna knock every tooth out of your head. You understand what I'm saying? Because I done told you that I'm not gay. Okay, sure. I'm okay, sorry. that's good. Alright. So, tell me, what is the things that... Um, one more time, I said. So be careful what you say. Okay, so be real careful what you say. All right, shifting gears now to another story new this morning. Actor Sasha Baron Cohen is suing a Somerset cannabis dispensary. The suit is claiming that the business used his character Borat on this billboard without his permission. 
move could end up costing this dispensary millions of dollars. Kayla Fish has been looking through the lawsuit this morning, joins us now live with more details. Well, guys, the billboard in question from Somerset Dispensary Solar Therapeutics, Inc. used to greet drivers along Interstate 195 here in Massachusetts. And while it's no longer there now, it's certainly still in the spotlight in the court system. Take a look at your screen here. It's this billboard that's at the center of a lawsuit from Sasha Baron Cohen, well known for his character Borat. His image appears on this billboard promoting the company with the phrase, it's nice, a reference to one of the character's popular catchphrases. According to documents filed in U.S. District Court in Boston yesterday, the dispensary never got permission from Mr. Baron Cohen to use his image and likeness in their ad. And not only that, but the lawsuit says the actor has never used cannabis in his life and would never help advertise the product for any amount of money. The lawsuit goes on to say, quote, cannabis remains a controversial product that Mr. Baron Cohen has no interest in endorsing, promoting, or advertising. He would be appalled if his young children were to discover, mistakenly or otherwise, that he was associated with the promotion of cannabis, end quote. Now, according to the lawsuit, the actor, the actor rather, and his company are suing Solar Therapeutics, Inc. and its president for at least $9 million in damages. And according to the court paperwork, that billboard has since been taken down. It was taken down back in April, three days after Baron Cohen's attorney sent the dispensary a cease and desist letter. Changes in demographics is that he wins white males in such yeah, overwhelming you, numbers it, it's, that it overcomes every you, other you demographic advantage Hillary you has. Come sit in your lap. Oh, Jesus. Oh, How's Jesus it going? Right? Hey, Come Alex on. Jones, how are you doing? Good to see you, man. You're looking sexy. All right. Hey, how's the revolution going? You guys starting the revolution? We are indeed, Alex. Uh, the revolution is afoot. Um, welcome to the Young Turks. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing okay. You like all our Hillary for prison shirts everywhere? No, uh, I kind of despise it. All right, guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, here, Look at this. I got an issue for you right here. It's rape. It's Bill Clinton that says rape. Oh, God, hide that immediately. That's the big no. no, no. The Roger Stone's band. All right, one. you want to take show my show over? I'll take your show sure, over. Go ahead. Okay, you know what? who does this kind of shirt? First of all, a sick guy. Second of Bill all, Bill Clinton's not a rapist, folks. No, you, you, know who, you know who's accused in court yeah, papers? No, come on. You know who's accused in court papers of being a rapist? Donald J. Trump. Donald By Trump. Donald Trump, Roger Stone. Yeah. You know that. It's, it's in court papers. Oh, yeah. And you're a sick dude, Roger Stone. Hey, I want to have a rant off with you right now. Don't get too mad. We got to have a. All right, well, first of all, this. He's actually mad. You're actually really upset. Nobody we watches you. We know nobody guys. watches you. Saudi Arabians are funny enough. You're a little jihad. Hey, first of all, let me explain something, all right? Okay, this is bullshit. Hold on, hold on. We're against Saudi Arabia, you dumbass. We talk about that all the time. We talk about that all the time. You don't know shit. What do you think? The lizard people are in charge? No. Is that what you think? And your pants are in your ass. All right, we're back on the Young Turks. Uh, obviously, a little bit of commotion here. He says to all the loser Joe Rogan fans crying over my attack on his freedom, hypocrisy, and stupidity, are you guys part of the crew or do you kiss his ass for fun? I thought he was a big boy who could handle himself. If he doesn't like my speech, he can grow a pair and defend himself. So what he's talking about is he's trying to pick a fight with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan ignores him because he's busy doing his 200 million downloads a month. <laughs> and Jim Uger is screaming for someone to acknowledge him. 
Adam says, I'll make it a thousand dollar donation to your, by the way, oh, let's just keep going. I'll make a thousand dollar donation to your trash network or your charity of choice to see you call Rogan, who is not only the most successful podcast in history, but also a black belt in mixed martial arts. Call him a loser to his face, Jen. Right? So, so what Jen says is, deal. Easiest thousand dollars I ever made. You think he's going to assault me? Sure, whatever. That's incredibly dumb. But also, it won't work. I'm much larger than Joe, and I fought my whole life. I end him. Uh, he says, but grown-ups don't do that. I'll send you the P.O. box, Birch. Grown-ups don't fight, but I totally kick his ass, because I'm a grown-up. <laughs> That's hilarious, isn't he? But in fairness to Jack, he, isn't he a black belt in Turkish uncle wrestling? Yes. <laughs> Was a hippie, now I'm just dippy. My vision's bad, so I eat bread that's got mold. And I do as I'm told. I follow science, I am compliant. I do what government tells me to do. I don't step out of line, authority so fine. Always happy about a new mandate, and lockdowns are great. I'm always searching for a new mandate. Please give me a new rule that I can obey. Don't tell me nothing I don't want to hear. Look at my message, it's crystal clear I like living in fear I close my eyes, I close my fly And if we disagree, I close my mind Your damned opinion, it don't mean squat, son This ancient hippie has got one thing to teach Fuck your free speech. If you look at the world and look at the problems, it's usually old people, usually old men, not getting out of the way. <laughs> Senator Sanders, you are the oldest candidate on stage this and evening. And I'm white as well. Vice President Biden, I'm going to guess that uh, President Obama did not clear that remark through your campaign ahead of time. And I'm going to guess he wasn't talking about me either. Old man debating tonight on the no malarkey tour. Old man so old and so white says Trump's a big fat loser. If elected, you would turn 82 at the end of your first term. You'd be the oldest president in American history. Are like you Winston willing? Churchill. Are you willing to commit American history? American history. Yes. Are, are you I was willing? joking. That was a oh, joke. Okay. Politico doesn't have much of a sense of humor. Old man under the knife. He's still alive, but probably shouldn't drive. 
They took the top of his head off twice. That makes it hard to talk. What do I do? Heart attack, but now he's back, yelling louder than ever about the income gap. At least his son doesn't smoke crack, but there's still a lot to mock. My good friend Joe, and he is a good friend. <laughs> he's received contributions from 44 billionaires. Hey, put your hand out for a second, Bernie, okay? Just waving to you, Joe. I know, I know. Say it alone. I know. Old man running for president, you're an old white Jew. We need some much younger, and they should be black too. And it'd be even better if they had a vagina. Everybody send your smoke signals up. We gotta vote for Pocahontas. Senator Warren, you would be the oldest president ever inaugurated. I'd like you to weigh in as well. Uh, I'd also be the youngest woman ever inaugurated. can I be? How weird do you want? <laughs> Even the butthole surfers think I'm weird. Uh, is punk still alive? That's uh, obviously an out-of-touch music critic kind of question. Um, it, uh, in some ways, maybe it should die, because then it could be reborn, but uh, I think we've reached a point where there's always going to be punk in some way. I mean... The sound of punk and the look of punk is not necessarily part of it anymore. I mean, boy bands look like Johnny Rotten or Sid Vicious, and pop punk bands sound like boy bands. But the spirit of punk goes back to the anti-war hippies, the people who did all the revolt in 1968 in France, goes back to the beat generation, the early rock and rollers. The spirit is where you find it, basically. And you'll find it in some of these movies, even if the people who made them don't look like punks. So it's where you find it. What drives me mad? Stupid questions. <laughs> That's not that stupid a question, but you know what I mean. The band was on an old raggedy bus, but he had a small Learjet. And that's what he used to go from town to town. We get off work after a really good show. And he'll say, we're going to rehearse. And rehearse until about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And he would go to the hotel and go to sleep and then fly to the next job. And all of us would have to then get on the bus. Every once in a while, he would cherry pick a musician from the band to fly with him to the next town. Gertie, she come look for me after every show. The boss wants you to fly with him. I'm like, ah, man. Because he was like your uncle or your dad or something, you know, like he was cool. But he wasn't the guy you hang with, you know. And he'd get me up there in an air, man. He'd get to talking about stuff that I really didn't want girls and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. I want to play some music. Then he would strike up a conversation about going back, you know. Like, he would say, like, I can't go back to that. I ain't going back to that now. I'll kill myself before I go back to that. We up in the air at 30,000. And I'm like, come on, dude. You know, I'm like killing yourself, man. I'm, I'm, I'm up in this air with you like that, you know. So then after a while, I'd hide. I would hide until he was gone. I do remember one time he, 
He was angry at a young drummer who had just was an apprentice. He'd been on the road for about two weeks. And James had given him a shot. He pointed at him one night. Let's get a drummer, son! wasn't happy with what the kid had done. Tell that kid to fly with me tonight. Got on the plane and he started telling him, son, I gave you the biggest break. You'll never get another opportunity like this in your life. I don't understand you. I don't understand you. When I first heard you play, I thought you were the next biggest drummer in the world. But the only thing I can tell you today, as long as this plane's in the air, you got a job. And then he turned away and started reading magazine. <laughs> James Brown was a control freak, and he wanted to control the lives of the men in his band and the singers who performed with him, and his women, obviously. I remember one time we were at the Mason Hotel in New Orleans. I went to James and I told him, I can't make it off of $250. He said, well, I thought you and Bobby was doing things together. I said, that might be so, but I'm a singer. And I want to know what I'm getting paid for my work. He said, I want to talk to Miss Anderson in private because I know she don't want y'all to be hearing about her business. So that was cool with me. So we went in the restroom. And before he gave me the money, he told me that he was in love with me. Now, if I had to say, I'm not in love with you, I don't want you, that man might go crazy. <laughs> So I use what I see he used. And I said, I love you too, but Bobby needs me. Now, as much as James did wrong to Bobby, he loved Bobby. And when I said that Bobby needs me, he respected that and he respected me. So that's what happened. Christian McBride finally got to play on the same bill with his hero. It happened at the Montreux Jazz Festival in 1993. That was the thrill of a lifetime. And of course, being a James Brown scholar, while we were playing, you know, I could see like Danny Ray and Martha High and all of these, you know, James Brown veterans on the side of the stage. Martha High was the mother hen of the James Brown organization. She was really the person to know if you really wanted true entry into the James Brown world. This courtship lasted years and culminated with an invitation to James Brown's Christmas party in 1996. So we're sitting there having dinner. I'm sitting there quiet as a mouse, just, you know, I mean, it was just, it was out of the blue. He says, uh, Mr. McBride. <gasps> yes, Mr. Brown. You know, y'all know Mr. McBride's been uh, contacting me about doing this project. Now tell me more about this, son. What, what, what you want to do? So I gave him this whole thing, how much you love jazz, and I know that your special brand of funk was infused by jazz values, you know, improvisation. He, he just kind of, he sat there, he just went, y'all see that? Now that young man knows the stuff. He studied jazz brown. Now see, I appreciate that, son. You're doing your homework. That's what I'm talking about. Man, I've been telling all my friends that I know the great Christian McBride. Got, got your records, been checking you out. He said, well, enjoy the party, son. I was like, Okay, about three hours later, uh, party's over, people are starting to leave, and um, I take a picture with Mr. Brown and Miss High. 
Right before the camera clicks, James Brown leans over and he says, uh, you don't fool me, son. I said, excuse me? He says, I'm hip to you. I know what you're doing. You don't think I know, but I, I, I know what's happening. I'm going, what? What are you talking about? Don't give me that. You know, you try to take Miss Hyde from me. <laughs> you trying to take it for your own organization. I was like, no, no, I'm not, Mr. Brown. He said, son, I think you misunderstood something. I ain't making no record with you. I don't make no records with nobody. If this record's gonna happen, it's gonna be a James Brown record with Chris McBride as a guest, not a Chris McBride record with James Brown as a guest. And another thing, that record of yours ain't nothing. You can't play no bass. Who told you you got talent? You, you ain't nothing, son. Can't play no bass. The next time Christian McBride saw his hero, it was at his funeral. It resulted, as a matter of fact, in Brown assaulting his wife with a lead pipe and firing a gun at a car that she was in. These are charges that Brown denies. He was released yesterday on $15,000 bond. He joins us for, from Atlanta to discuss the charges, and we welcome you, James Brown. How did all of this trouble begin? Living in America. <laughs> Something wrong. Nothing wrong at all. You're not in any difficulty, but you're out on bond. No, I'm not. Have I'm all not. the charges been dropped? Yeah, I'm out on love. Oh, well, are you out on love or out of love? Which yeah, is it? Out on love. Alone from night to night, you find me. Now, James, this isn't the first time you and your wife have had a problem. Are the two of you going to be able to work this out? Let's talk about some music. You oh. want to talk about music, and you yeah. don't want to talk about what happened. No, it's all over. Well, let's talk about your tour. When are you leaving? We're leaving tomorrow. And where are you going? Rio de, Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo, Brazil. Now, your, your fans will have read all about this, James. Aren't you concerned about no, that? No, the Caramuche. No, Dagestan. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned because there's nothing wrong. And what are you going to say to your fans when they ask you some questions about it? I'm going to say I feel good. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world. Well, that's the second time we've heard that in two days. That's very interesting. Now, don't leave us, James. You stay right there. I'm we not have more that we have something. to talk about. Well, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be Hello, doing Ted. on this tour. Huh? What'd you say? What are you going to be doing on this tour? I'm going to be doing Papa's got a brand new bag living in America. Sex machine. Get up off of that thing. I feel good. Jam. Now, I understand that you I'm have real. already... James, I have to ask you one serious question here. I understand you already have started divorce proceedings. Does that mean that you're now eligible? Um, no, I'm, yes, I'm eligible. I'm single. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now, the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What did you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? Because I look good. What do you think good. that is? You I look smell good. good. I smell good. I feel good. And you sing good. And make love good. Oh. Well, there we are. We don't have to ask anybody else. We got that from the source. <laughs> there, there you are. Now, you're involved in publishing a gospel magazine. Tell us a little bit about that. The Second Coming. It's, uh, it's out of Augusta, Georgia's anchor. Joseph P. Young is the editor. And James Brown is one of the advisors. And we're doing a fantastic job. The Second Coming... It features, uh, on this week, I think we have the Pope and, um, I believe, the, the, Williams, the Williams Brothers. Mm-hmm. And last, uh, next week we're going to have Reverend Al Sharpton, I think, on the cover. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be doing a lot, a, lot, a lot of good things, and hopefully we'll get 
brother Ted Turner on the cover. Ted, well, where you at? James, we want to thank you for having for being with us today Wait and a giving minute. us an opportunity. Oh, is there something more you want to say that we yeah, haven't covered? Yeah, I want to say a lot of things. Okay, go ahead. You. I love America. I love everybody. Well, I feel good. It sounds to me as though you're not troubled by any of this at all. This is a man's world. Thanks for reminding us of that. Every once in a while, we forget. Get up on we remember it again. James, good luck on your tour. Thanks for being with us. I guess we're going to hear lots more. Hasta luego. Writer R.J. Smith penned a biography on Brown. As he recalls, the trouble started in September 1988 at Brown's own business office in Augusta. He was at his office one day, and uh, in the other part of the office suite, there is an insurance seminar going on where, I don't know, people are getting trained in how to sell insurance or something. Somehow, somebody from the seminar was using his bathroom. And he felt very strongly that that was the wrong thing for them to be doing. He came out with a shotgun, he enters the insurance seminar, and he wants to know who's used his bathroom. And they better ask him before they ever think about that again. James caught on fast the problems that that might um, trigger, and he jumps into his pickup truck and drives away. Police reports from the day suggest he did not heed the authorities when they began to pursue him. One of the cops pulled out uh, his, his 38 and shoots out his tires. That does not stop James Brown. At heart, a country boy with deep knowledge of his home turf, he went back and forth across the border into South Carolina. The cops are chasing him. He's weaving around on rims. Uh, he ends up driving through a roadblock. And he gets charged with uh, attempted murder. He got six years in prison for that one. The reason why Jason didn't meet with us is because he was pissed off because Peter Mensch got Voivod kicked off the bill. Call Peter Mensch. And I don't know where Jason got his information, but I don't have a problem whatsoever with Jason being on the bill. In fact, I, I welcome it. You know, it'd be good to see him. It'd be good to see Voivod. And, you know. I know Mensch has a problem with Jason. He wants to, like, rub him into the dirt as far as he can. I don't know if he'd go that far to do that. Hi, Metallica. So is it Metallica? Yes, it is. Well, it is. Yeah, what's left of it, yeah. <laughs> okay. We have a question for you. What's that? Um, okay. Jason told Bruce that the reason why he canceled uh, the meeting was because Voivod got bumped off a bill in Europe when Peter Mensch... Oh, come on! When Peter Mensch said if Jason Newstead or Voivod are on the same bill as Metallica, Metallica aren't playing. Right, that's exactly what I said. You're right. I didn't even know he was in Voivod. <laughs> he didn't even know he was in Voivod. I love it. Of course not. Come on. I love it. Okay. That's what we. That's what we thought. I, I, yeah, that's what we thought. See you, man. Bye. It's just this whole thing, this whole avalanche of all these rumors and this and that and this, and you got It's like, it's like I'm just like getting to the point now. Like, you know, I have to shut myself off from all of it because I get so. Do you know what I mean? I can't fucking deal. We should just, we should just, we should spend some time with him. This is fucking, we we've been stupid. trying. He owes me three phone calls. Okay, so you, you've left messages post the, um, him canceling the meeting. Yes. I almost feel like he, he, he's, he's holding this part of it hostage now because this would be the final chapter. And I think he's afraid to take that final step. What do we have to take Voivod out on tour with us just to prove the point? 
I mean, it's fucking so pathetic. It's just, this is just like sandbox shit. This is like when I see my fucking... My kid argue with his friend over who gets to fucking play with a lightsaber. Seriously. This is the fucking sandbox. Well, he's wounded. Huh? He's wounded. Yeah, but, you know, it's up to him to mend himself, and we're giving him every opportunity. He fucking left the band! He fucking left the band! Which part of that is... Hello? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He fucking left the band! I mean, period! Exclamation point! <laughs> which part of that is forgotten? I, I just... Which part of that got... Left out of the equation. You're right. The fuck did we turn into the bad guys? I don't understand that part. He fucking left the fucking band. Jesus Christ. Life is an eternal birthday party for somebody else with an occasional five minute work spurt. You know? Life is a permanent limp dick with an occasional blowjob. I like that. What? You know, now it's time to philosophize. Philosophize, I like Philosophize, yeah. I think that'll. This, this is how you take a normal, good sounding snare drum and turn it into the, the complete um, abortion of St. Anger. Okay, are you ready? Right. Rock and roll. That's simple, right? Same anger, despair, misery, anger, loss of revenue. Loss of revenue. And perhaps in a different way, and also of course the lyrics are very heavy as well, but we'll talk about those a bit later on. When you play Metallica records backwards, you can actually hear Flipper. That is Dickie. Now I can sit here and stew in my anger and my frustration and my hatred all by myself. And uh, when I'm really excited about playing a, a certain thing or a certain passage, sometimes I'll, I'll sit up or, you know. Not very often. Yeah, <laughs> which is only <laughs> once, maybe. But, uh, or, or if, I'm, if I'm using a wah pedal, I'll stand up. But which is usually, very often. Usually I sit down. <laughs> yeah. Can you stand up? Take it. We only have four songs. Oh, five now. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. It's been a year and a half. I know, I know. It's all, don't pay any attention to what that guy said on that post. It's okay. We only have four songs. I know. Don't pay attention to that post. It's okay. There's no end in sight. I, there will be. Just get it. It'll be okay. May? I can't wait till May. I know. I know. It's It'll be so okay. far away. I think I'm going to commit suicide. And you'd have your back to me. You'd basically be in the shower, and then I would come in and I'd join you. I would start to massage your boob. Well, if I took you down there, then I'd want to take a shower with you right away. So I got my hands in it, and I'd put it in around in front. You know, you'd feel the tension drain out of you. Yeah. Quartet. It's a poetry slam. Who gives a crap? A lot. A lot of people do. You this do is National police? police Week. You know what, Bill? Let's do something nice for police, for National Police Week, you and I. Let's have uh, us agree to promote a reinstatement of the ban on assault weapons. Because that doesn't uh, celebrate 
killing cops metaphorically or figuratively. It tries to get weapons that kill cops literally right. off the streets. As you know, that's important. As this you know, if is you've ever nothing. Done any research. No, you do support it. Correct. I'm saying, Correct. let's. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I just watched that podcast, Abe and a Six Pack, and it was the worst. It was the worst shit I've ever watched. It just shows anybody can have a podcast. And uh, even by those standards of anyone having a podcast, uh, this one was shit. It's like, uh, it's stupid, it's boring, it's a waste of time. And, uh, you know, there are two-year-olds with podcasts that are more worthwhile listening to than that. It, it's just, uh, don't waste your time. Really, really avoid it like the plague. Abs in a six-pack! A-B-S-N-A, six, the number, P-A-C-K. Dot com. What's that word? Sean in Maine. Go ahead. Shane. Hi, how you doing? I'm sick of it. Hey, Alex, can you hear me? Yeah, of course I can hear you. I just went to you. Yeah, uh, so first off. It's killed me. Nice. From the oh, taste, like right? you choked on it? No, what happened was my, my daughter, we were driving across country and my daughter had this, you know, and, and she bought it, you know, like a pilot fucking station or whatever. And I said, hey, let me try one of those, you know. And I put it in my mouth and I started, you know, tasted okay. I mean, I wasn't crazy about it. And then after about 40 seconds, my throat just closed. Oh, jeez, oh, like God. an anaphylactic reaction? Just, exactly. It fucking closed. And I thought, I'm going to fucking die. And uh, oh, I yeah, pulled over. I don't know where the hell it was. We were some some backwater somewhere, and my wife's like, "What's the matter? What's the matter?" You know, it was insane. Luckily, I had what the, I had um, baking soda in the car somewhere, and I threw some of that in a in, a, in water because I think it's sort of uh, it's anti-inflammatory or whatever. Uh-huh. And I started gargling with that shit on the side of the road, but it was I thought it was going to be lights out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I still have the box. I was cleaning out my garage because I'm moving, and uh, I still I also have the box because I, I after it was done, I said I'm I'm having this shit analyzed by the greatest lab in the world. I'm going to sue them and fucking own them. Whoever makes Swedish fish because there's poison in here. Sweden had to be. Yeah, it's like it's Swedish yeah. fish or freebase anthrax. You know, it's a roll of the dice. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I thought maybe my daughter. I love my daughter, and she loves me. I thought maybe she secretly hates my guts, and she's <laughs> toasted. <laughs> 